Here we go. Oh no, oh no, oh, oh, oh no. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. There we go. Evening and welcome back to another edition of the My T Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only Talon El Idolo Deportivo Taylor. It is another in Fuego day in the hottest city in the world. We're coming at you live and direct from South Florida in the Mighty Studio that looks over South Gate. What's that? What's that shit called? Lake, pond, river, stream, some shit. Body of water. I'm wildin' right now. It's another beautiful day. It was another beautiful day. It's another beautiful day in the potting hood. Oh, won't you be my, won't you be my listener? It is December 9th. We're 16 days away. 16 days. We're 16 days away from Christmas. You got about two weeks left of Christmas shopping. For some of you guys, that means two more paychecks. For some of you guys, that means one more paycheck. I guess for some of you, it means three more paychecks. <laughs> you understand? Like, we are close. Like, close. Real close. Actually, twos and ones. Twos and ones. I think it's just two more paychecks and one more paycheck out of there. Like, some of you got paid today. You know, if you want to count today. Mm-mm-mm. You know what we do here as an alumni of the Nate Dogg School of Medicine. We always do what what I rest in peace to Nate Dogg. But you know what? We know the prophet, the prophecy that he left for us, the school motto, the school creed, and the way of life, and that is to smoke weed every day. Currently, we got the Knicks game on. They blowing, they blowing the, the Charlotte Hornets out one ten to eighty seven. Had to get that out of the way before we start the podcast. And boy, do we have a big podcast for you. When I say we got a big podcast for you, like normally I say we got a big podcast, but we got like a really big podcast, like really big, uh, really really big. <laughs> Right? 
super duper, duper duper podcast. We're talking about like Baker Mayfield. He comes out and cooks up a Hollywood ending. We got BG to talk about. Yo. We got BG to talk about. Brittany Griner for real, for real. Right? January 4th is around the corner. Like, yo, it's January 4th. It's like a month from now, T. What the hell is you talking about? January 4th. The first Wednesday after the New Year's. Live at Sharky's. Episode 5. Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't think you guys understand what's going on here. Yo, bring that up to me. Bring that up to me. Because we about to go. Hit him with it. January 4th. Live at Sharky's. It's going to be the first Wednesday of the new year. Episode 500. Oh, yes. Episode 500. That's 11 shows away. We are less. We are just about 10 shows away. From episode 500. Can you believe that? We gonna do a little 305 to my city. We got a Bluetooth promo code for you guys. <coughs> you know, we got some birthday shout outs to give out on top of the show. Got a special birthday to shout out today. Super special birthday. I, I tell, man, I tell you this all the time. We just good. We just have no idea. Like, if I had it my way. That's all I can say. We got our NFL picks coming up today. Oh, yeah. <coughs> I didn't even do the numbers from last week to see how we did. You guys can figure it out. Y'all feel a little wavy already. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling, feeling myself. Oh, it's, a, it's a Friday night. I have a tingling feel. I don't know if I'm catching a cold or not. I may have to go drink some Buckley's or some shit. Mix the ball and two wins in a row. Maybe make it. Alright, we'll see. We got NFL picks. It's Friday night. Ladies' night was Wednesday. Now I don't know where you guys are at Wednesday. I know you know by now ladies drink free every Wednesday night, 9 to 10 at Sharky's. Like, I don't know where you're at. Man, do we got some topics for you today. But you know what, though? Let's not hesitate any longer. Let's go ahead and get right into it. Because you know what we say here on the podcast, that regardless of the time and regardless of the weather, it's always a blast on the Mighty Sports Podcast. You know what? So let's get right into it and let's start talking. Hey, yo, Coach, help me out here. You play to win the game. Hello? Woo! Back at it like a sports fanatic with the Mighty Sports Podcast. Woo-wee. I'm glad you guys could join me today. Boy, do we have a show. Let's really have a show. Let's let's get into it, right? Let's get I see my homeboy Jacob so um throw me a little throw me a little um comment or whatever. Let's see. You said oh seen the comment on the link. I said I see you, Pimp, and I see you. Cause he's ready for the birthday shout outs. I see you. 
I seen you, Pip. He's ready for the birthday shout-outs. Let's go ahead and get right into it because we got some birthdays to give out today. Hey, yo, DJ Mikey, do me a favor. I think you know what time it is. It's time for some action. It's time for some time for some action. Hey, yo, play that music. Play that future funkeristic George Jetson. Every single birthday party, there's always one birthday that feels a little bit special to me. Let me stop grabbing my meat while I say that. I, I was just adjusting. I was just adjusting. Right? Whew. Let me let me let me put all things away so that we make sure the birthday party goes off without a smash, right? And if you guys don't know what the what we do here on the Mighty Sports Podcast is that we like to start off a show with a little birthday celebration. And what we do is that we get a birthday shout out to everybody that had a birthday since the last time that we were on the air. The last time that we were on the air was on Wednesdays live at Sharkies. You should be there. You got you gotta catch those shows live. I can't harp enough. Got me coming safe talking all properly and ish. I can't harp enough how much you really need to witness and experience this show live on a Wednesday. It is beyond your imagination. It's beyond what you see here. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. And all you birthday people today should be feeling yourselves too. Let's go ahead and give that first birthday shout out, right? We're going to start off with birthdays for the 8th. So we got a couple of birthdays for yesterday to take care of, right? Want to say happy... You know what? Let me start this off properly. Want to say happy birthday to the lovely, the sensational, the ex- the extraordinary actress, choreographer, renaissance woman, like just all, us all and all beautiful person inside and out. And listen, if I had it my way, like she'll be the future Mrs. Taylor, I sort of, I, I put this on everything I know and everything I don't know. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Like, if I had it my way, if I had it my way, but this ain't Burger King, right? This ain't Burger King. So we're just throw a little happy birthday to Nikki Daikun, right? Daikun, Daikun, Daikun. I'm gonna have to ask you how to pronounce your last name properly. Don't worry, I'll see you next week. And if you guys are wondering, what are we talking about? You've heard, you've heard us here on the Mighty Sports Podcast. You've heard us here big up a couple of her shows before. She was the one that did In Art. She was the one that put together In Art We Lust 3, right? She put that together, right? She's also in, in Footloose, Cutloose, as you can see up on the screen as well. She is, you know what? I'll let you find her. I know everybody else is going to be like, God damn, if this is how we started with the birthdays, am I going to get this kind of, I apologize, Pippi, y'all going to get this kind of love. <laughs> y'all going to get love, but it's a different kind of love. Like, y'all get regular love. I'm trying to give us love love. <laughs> Let me stop. Let me behave myself. Let me behave myself. I've been a bad boy. I've been a bad boy, but I'm in a good mood. I'm in a good mood, right? I'm in a big mood, right? Get that big pot energy today. You feel it, right? I know you guys feel it. I got that. I got that. I got that. I got that. 
big pod energy coming through today, right? I want to say happy birthday to Nikki Dyson, right? Like, such a lovely human being. Like, you just wait. You wait. Time is there. It's coming. It's, it's a coming. I feel like Beyonce Sanders. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> right? Also want to say happy birthday to my homeboy, Jacob Hernandez, right? Homeboy, Jacob Hernandez. Known him since our party scenes all over. We're talking about downtown Fort Lauderdale. We're talking about... We're, we're, we're talking about Tijuana taxis. We're talking about karaoke. We're talking about karaoke groupies. If I'm not mistaken, my boy Jay Money still DJs. If I'm not mistaken, you do karaoke DJ, don't you, down there in Las Vegas? At least that's why I remember you being that, right? So if you guys are in the Vegas area, you guys, you, 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 see, you see the app, you see the tags, right? You go ahead, you at him, you tag him. You're in the Vegas area, you reserve him for a party. And if you ever need anything choreographed, you need a, you need a party put together, you need a party plan, an event plan. You make sure you hit up Nikki Daikun. I'm trying to get her on the podcast. She's dodging me. Like, she's, she's dodging, like, she is super dodging me. I'll tell you, I have never seen a, a, a more better dodger. Like, like, you understand? She's like, she's such a good dodger, I guarantee you she could dodge a wrench. I said it with all love. I said it with all love. And, and, and Jess, we'll take anything I say here seriously on the podcast until I tell you to take it seriously here on the podcast. Come over here. I, I want to be over here. Follow me. Follow me. Follow me now. <laughs> and then that takes care of all the birthdays for yesterday, right? I forgot I was putting this down for right now. Then we got the birthdays for today. At today, only one birthday, and that is one. And that is a birthday to my homegirl Julie Hostler. Julie happened to be one, another one of my good friends from from my, from, my, from the night scene. I didn't stop on the party scene because it ain't just all parties. Like sometimes we just know people at night. But I know Julie from my, from the from the night scene or whatever, from around the way. You name it, you name it, we've been there. We're, we're talking about Roy's, Tijuana Taxis, Bruce Room, Sharkies, Premieres. Like like we 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 hung out at them all. Wanna say happy birthday to us. Let's go ahead and wrap them all round them all up, right? Hey yo, Jacob, come over here, sir. Right? Nikki, Julie, all these together, come together, come together, right? One last time, one last time. Let's get it in. Let's get it in. Let's get it in. Let's get it in. Let's get it. Let's get it right. Because yeah, it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's because it's your birthday. We sing happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Party hard. Enjoy everything. Regret nothing. You get your weekend at Bernie's on. It's Friday. It's officially your birthday weekend. You understand? But more importantly, you get home safe after and you continue to stay. all for you. Hey, yo, DJ Mighty, I think we're done here. Cut that beat. Whoo! It's always good starting off the podcast with a little birthday celebration. So you know what? You know what? I'm still feeling myself. I'm still kind of feeling myself. Let's have another celebration. Let's, let's, we're not done here. We're not done. We're not even close to being done. Like, you understand, like, we really just started. Like the podcast just started, we're catching up with the minute, right? But let's go, let's go ahead and get this one started in here because we got some more news. And and you know what? This news is very special to us. This news is very very special to us. 
you guys are gonna love me and you're gonna hate me like in in five minutes because you know I'm, you know I'm gonna keep things I'm gonna keep things exactly how they're supposed to be right I'm gonna keep them my tape one hundred percent I'm gonna keep them my tape so let's get into the podcast the way that we've gotten into the podcast for the last two hundred and ninety five days it's been now right that we've started off the podcast this particular way. Because what we do, we start off the podcast with a mighty topic. And our mighty topic is a topic that supersedes all topics. Kind of kind of breaks the boundary of sports just a little bit. Even though we have no problem going outside of sports, it's that one that kind of rises to the top, that creme de la creme. You understand? It's that grind monier foam topping on top of uh, 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 on top of your drink. You know you understand? Like that, that's what we're talking about over here. Ooh, I missed the grand monier foam what was that place called? I don't know. <laughs> right? So we always have one of those topics for the day. Let's get into our mighty topic. It's a triple mighty topic of the day. Right? And then our mighty topic of the day. We've been talking about something for the last 295 days. Well, officially as of day 294... This no longer this no longer needed to be our mighty topic of the day. For two hundred and ninety four days, we have reminded you, right, that Brittany Griner was wrongfully detained in Russia on trumped up weed charges, and we knew that she was that she was being held captive so that they can try to leverage her to free up an illegal arm dealer. Well, officially, as of yesterday. Brittany Griner is no longer a political prisoner. She is no longer being held hostage or against her will. Brittany Griner was officially freed yesterday. Or, or officially exchanged yesterday, finally. For the illegals arm dealer, Victor Bout. Let's start off with the positive. Brittany Griner's home. Good to see her home. We've, we've made sure that she's not been forgotten for the last 295 days. You guys have heard her resume. You see her resume. I'll give it to you one last time in case you don't remember. Brittany Griner is not only an eight-time All-Star, but she is also an eight-time block leader. She has been a two-time scoring champion, two-time peak performer, three-time M first team, three-time second team, two-time defensive player of the year. You understand? That being defensive player of the year, scoring leader, and the champion is a very rare feat that athletes um, that athletes are able to say that they have on their resume. Go look in the NBA how many players have that have that in their resume, and all of them you consider goats. That's all, yeah, that's all I remember about. That's all, that's all we're talking about here. And see, I don't have to be so aggressive with you guys anymore. <laughs> three-time defensive, three-time defensive first team, four-time defensive second team. Most outstanding player. Player of the Year in high school, NCAA champion, four-time Defensive Player of the Year, three-time Big 12 Player of the Year. You understand? Like, Shorty's been born since she was a Jit to now, right? Immaculate, immaculate resume. Glad to see her home. Like I said, she was in, she was in Russian custody, and they just and. 
If you didn't know before, today, shame on you for not listening to the podcast. Because since day 14, we've told you the stakes that it was going to cost to get Britney Griner home. And while every podcast, we've made sure that she was not forgotten, we were kind of fully prepared to talk about Britney Griner every day for nine years. Every day for three years. Every day for five years. Britney Griner's release, while a blessing, right? It comes at the expense of the world. Let me say this again. While Britney Griner being returned to American soil is highly appreciated, right? It was at the expense of the world. And while America won, while the WNBA won, while the sports world won, all people directly and related to and involved in Britney Griner's life won. Everybody else around the world lost. This is that superhero shit, right? You saving one at the cost of billions. I was. You've heard me say this before. See. It all depends on how you listen to the podcast. Do you just see what I post in picture-wise, or do you actually listen? Wait to see Britney Griner home. Let's get into the realness of it, right? Let's let's break and break this down just a little. Britney Griner. I'm gonna ask you to cut that for a second. You can reload it. I'm gonna ask you to cut it and bring it back in. Britney Griner's release, right? Wow, wow a blessing, wow a blessing. Did not see it coming. Didn't see it coming, didn't expect it to happen. Before Britney Griner was released, America did an exchange um, for another operative. That operative, if I'm not mistaken, had, had been in Russian custody for about two to four years. An operative, an agent. Somebody actually beneficial to the United States government. And it took that individual several years to come home. I didn't think Brittany Griner was coming home anytime soon. While I would have loved for her to come home, and I'd love to see her home, didn't think she was coming home anytime soon. I'm going to keep repeating that until you guys fully understand. It's a weird it's a weird scenario because I don't think Joe Biden could have won in this scenario. This does make us look weak as a country. This makes our president look weak as a person. I've said now and, and I'm going to tell you this. I've mentioned that and I, and I mentioned and I say and I told I, I fully mentioned he can't win. He cannot win in this scenario. Right? Because if Britney Griner stays in Russian and on Russian soil, he gets scrutinized every single day that she's there. Every president gets scrutinized every single day and, and, and get asked about it continuously on a, on a regular basis. If he brings her home, 
he's looked at as weak for what no 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 let me repeat that for what he traded her for let's talk this in space in sports world for what he traded her for he's gonna be scrutinized for and that was the whole reason why i never thought she would make it back to american soil anytime soon is the reason why i said she probably needs to go ahead and and, and start coaching in russia because the cost of admission was too high. I thought America didn't negotiate with terrorists. Not only did we negotiate with a terrorist, we negotiated with a terrorist to free up another terrorist. And I do mean terrorists. Victor Bout is, is, is as despicable as a human being as there is to the world. He has made his career off of illegal arms dealing. That, that, um, Nicolas Cage movie, God of War. That's him. Based off real life, that's him. The guy that it took them, it took them years, almost a decade to catch. Evaded, evaded authorities, U.S. government, FBI, CIA, Interpol. You name it, he was dodging them all. And now this is who we freed back into the world. It is a hefty price to pay for somebody that is only known for dribbling a ball. And I say that coming from, and I come, and I say that coming from a position where all I do is talk about motherfuckers that dribble balls. Pause. Did I expect Brittany Griner to come home so soon? No. Now, I've also mentioned two in the past. If this is Donald Trump, he probably he would have had her home already. Still believe that. Man, I'm not a fan of Trump. But I do believe certain people have a, have a, have a particular set of skills. Right? And to deny this, I had, a, I had to teach a lesson after rehearsal, but I'm finally home. That's the one. That's the one. Lovely Nikki, Nikki Dyson. I'm telling you guys, I, really, I just mentioned, I mentioned this early in the podcast. Like if it was, if it was up to me, like I, I, I'm low key be planning like a wedding for fucking stuff. Joke me on that. Joke me on that. But seriously, if I had it up to me, like 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 she'll like, be she'll be like, my, let me stop. Back to the sports. Never thought she was gonna come home anytime soon. The price is too high. Now I mentioned before that if Trump would have been president, he probably would have had her home already. I also don't believe that she would have spent 295 days, almost 300 days, almost a whole year in Russian in Russian prison. I also don't believe that you would have negotiated with her um, with Russia if it would have meant bringing on illegals arm dealing. I also don't believe she would have spent more than let's say three months over there, if that. Different people, different different aggressions, portrayed differently by the world. You have to be real, you have to be realistic about certain things. That's also why I said I don't think that Biden could have won in this scenario. He leaves it there, he gets scrutinized daily, yearly. Not just him, whatever president follows for the next nine years. Presidents follow for the next nine years. 
he brings her back and finally a lot of individuals that really wanted her home but didn't understand the price of admission are waking up a little shocked today the fact that it literally cost them the most ruthless arms dealer of the modern era let's keep talking this boy boy right <clears throat> you understand that he has helped fund several terrorist organizations that directly fight with the, with, with, with the United States or America he has helped directly help start wars he has directly helped finish wars he's directly helped finish and end the same war he's a bad motherfucker he is the Jordan of into of, of, of arms dealing and we just traded Jordan for Brittany Griner great resume but, and I love me some Britney Griner. Don't get it twisted. This isn't Britney Griner hate. This isn't me casting like any kind of disparity or uh, any kind of negativity on Britney Griner herself. I am glad that she is home and she is back on American soil. I just thought the, the, the reality of the situation would not have had her see American soil this quickly. Given, <laughs> right? For the price that it was going to cost and that's what I am talking about here the price that it cost has nothing to do with Britney Griner it could have been Britney Griner it could have been Kobe Bryant it could have been LeBron James it could have been Michael Jordan it could have been Derek Jeter Aaron Judge Babe Ruth Muhammad Ali Mike Tyson Phelps you um, um, Usain Bolt you understand oh, um, Ole Ovechkin it, it don't matter. The price was way too high for an athlete. Period. The price was way too high. Actually, let me say this in a whole different way. The price is way too high for a fucking civilian. Let me put that out there. The price was way too high for anybody that did not have actual benefit to our United States government. It was way too high for somebody that did not serve our United States government. It is way too high for basically 90% of civilians. I don't care if you're a billionaire, millionaire, trillionaire. It could have been Bob Hope or, or fucking Bob Dole. And I'm trying to think of the other one that, that actually does technology and stuff. But I can't think of their names right now. Price would have been too high. Well, maybe, maybe the price goes wrong, but for illegal arms, like, for, for this level of criminal? This level of criminal. Like, if that's the case, then there's people in jail right now in America that we should be able to get home for a pack of cigarettes. And an Arizona iced tea. That's how lopsided that trade is to me. That, you know what? You might as well have used the value of this in exchange to free Jeffrey Dahmer. That's how I feel about it. That's how 
lopsided. I it's not it, again. I'm not talking about Britain. It ain't nothing to do with Britain, right? Like I told you, this could have been Michael Jordan, LeBron James. The price would have been too high. This could have been Spike Lee, Mike Tyson. Too high. Al Pacino. Too high. Donald Trump. Too high. I don't know what... what I See? What I'm basically saying is that I don't know who I would have traded to free that particular person. Like, I would have rather freed Fidel Castro than him. I don't know, there's a lot of people like, God damn. That's how serious of a war criminal he is. He is literally in every military black book. And has been. In their most wanted deck of cards, he's in there. If he was a Naruto character, he would be an S-ranked villain. Anime character, you guys understand. But he would be an S-ranked villain. Not D, not C, not B, not A, S. And that's who we freed. For somebody of not equivalent exchange. Who says Ben, would you have traded for him? I don't know. I can't think of a... If you had to ask me personally, I, the only people I would trade for him are people that, I, that, that I'm directly related to. That's how much of value, of value to me. I can't think of anybody else. I'm trying to think. Like I said, anybody else, listen, they're either in the CIA, FBI, or one of our military. Or not military. Like, seriously. It, th those are the only people I can think of initially, right off the bat. Not firefighters, not police officers, <laughs> not judges. Nah, Kofi, I can stay over there. Yeah, I can stay. <laughs> it's a cruel world. It's a cruel life. So, when a lot of people, right, were saying, yo, like, why we give a fuck about Brittany Grant? Blah, 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 this and that. Well, I quite understood them. I mean, you just, but you was just being bad, man. You wasn't trying to bring reality to it because none of y'all brought up the actual reality of it. Of what it's going to cost to get her back. Y'all were throwing shade on her for a whole bunch of other reasons. Y'all were throwing shade at her because she's a woman. Y'all were throwing shade at her because she's a basketball player. Y'all were throwing shade at her because she's gay. Y'all were throwing shade at her, you understand? Y'all were throwing shade at her for all, because she didn't stand for the national anthem. Boy, when the fuck was it mandatory to stand for the national anthem? Fuck out of here. Because y'all ain't patriot. Because after y'all, like, y'all are not patriot, uh, patriotic at all. Y'all are, are irrational nationalists. But. <laughs> so. It's a, it's, a, it's a tough spot. It's a tough spot 
to having Britney Griner home. While we, while you shouldn't want any American right, being held hostage in a foreign country, right? There's also no reasonable price to pay for it. And this may have been one of those times where the price was too high. We're gonna try to transition. Because it's a hard thing to transition. It's our might be topic of the day. It's not even our first topic of the day. It's our might be topic of the day. And our first topic of the day, right? Let's get into it. Can, can we switch gears? Yeah, can, we, can, we, can we drop that? Can we drop? Thank you. Can, and, and, let's, and let's get into it. Let's get into our first topic of the day. And that is revolved around how good it has to be to live and die in L.A. Boy, oh boy. Thursday night football is usually boring. But this time, it was far from it. And it wasn't just exciting. Hold on, you know what? Let's get a little. Or it could just be the J. It's, it's one of the few. Or one of the two. Bring that back. Go hard. Go home. My team! There we go. So... Thursday night football, which is usually a snooze fest, right? And, and football is just one of those weird products, right? Bad games could be good games, good games turn into bad games, bad games generally turn into good games. This was one of those bad gone good. But the storyline coming into this game was already flourishing, right? It was revolved around one. pastry chef that you may call Baker sometimes Mayfield, right? And boy was he serving them up today. Baker Mayfield joined the LA Rams after asking for his release from the Carolina Panthers. Remember he got to the Carolina Panthers because he was traded from Cleveland! This is for you! When they decided that they wanted to give a hundred, uh, a one hundred percent guaranteed contract to a scumbag, right, for as their quarterback. Oh, we taking shots today. Are we hitting them all today? It's getting closer. Want my close up? So, Baker Mayfield gets released from, ask for his release from the Carolina Panthers. And he gets picked up off of waivers by the Los Angeles Rams, who just lost their quarterback, Matthew Stafford. 
look together. If you like to call in, the phone lines are open. The phone lines are open on the person. The phone lines are open on on Podbean, and they are open on Instagram. Depending on where you guys are listening, right? Or if you got the personal invite for all you birthday people did today, you can join us through the back channel line as well. That way you can you can either listen or join in if you want to from there as well. Don't forget, Mighty Sports Podcast is everywhere that you that you listen to podcasts at. Whether that's on TuneIn, Spotify, Pandora, like Apple Music, Google Play, or Google Podcasts, we're everywhere. And as you can see, we're also live. Well, YouTube, Twitch, Instagram, Podbean, Mixlr, Facebook, Twitter. You can watch us live during every single podcast. So you get the opportunity. Go ahead and, and hit the link in the bio. Go ahead, like, share, and subscribe. Or like and subscribe. That way you hear that bing bong every time that we go on. And if you're watching right now, you're listening right now, don't forget to share. Sharing is caring. Remember, podcasting is a group activity. And you want to share this with your friends so your friends know what you're listening to as well so that you guys can, can huddle up and talk about it. Like, how you going to talk about this with your friends, right, if your friends ain't listening? Share. Share. Appreciate it. All right, let's get back into the pod. Baker Mayfield, he makes he makes his he makes his Los Angeles Rams debut. After he sits out for one full series, and then he comes in and looks phenomenal for the first drive, right? His first couple of throws, he looks phenomenal, and this is this is just an incredible feat to begin with because. He got their playbook like two days ago. So, if you hear every single person talk, every football person talk, this is almost, or this is unprecedented. To come to a team, have the, get the playbook two days later, before, and start for them. Released on Tuesday, on Monday, whatever day it was. Signed by them or signed by them on Tuesday. Played on Thursday. By by 8 p.m. Tuesday on in Cali time, he was signed. By 5 p.m. Cali time, he was playing. Not even 48 hours. The game was done 48 hours after he finally signed for, with them. And listen, he he. Baker Mayfield went to L.A. and literally made a movie. He, Baker Mayfield, if he does nothing else, could get his own 30 for 30. Just based off of what he has done in college to last night. (laughs) Like, Baker Mayfield is polarizing in a weird way, right? Always has been. From putting the flag in in, 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 in the grass... Right, transferring teams. I'm um, going from one team leaving there to another team and getting a starting job. Right, like just going to going going to the Cleveland Browns and helping them make it to the playoffs for the first time in 182 years. You disrespectful motherfuckers. That's why you can't have nice things, and that's why you gave yourself gave 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 a, a 250 million guaranteed contract. To a piece of shit exposing yourselves to young ladies trying to have them do sexual favors on him, loser. We will never talk good about Deshaun Watson ever again while we're here on the podcast. 
just like we would never again talk about the Dallas Cowboys until we hear Jerry Jones denounce denounce uh, 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 racism. I know, right? We live in a weird world. We're just holding him to Kyrie's standard. That's all I'm doing. I'm just holding Jerry Jones to Kyrie's standard. That's all I'm doing. I'm gonna need a public apology to black people, right? You know, some kind of uh, some kind of public apology denouncing racism. He was there just for curiosity. I want to hear Jerry Jones say that he doesn't believe in racism whatsoever. He denounces all forms of racism. Something to that effect. I'm just saying the, the, the Kyrie treatment, right? Was good. Was good for the goose. Is good for the gander, right? Everybody's equal here, right? So until then, I won't talk. I won't talk. I won't be talking about that team. So if you guys would like talks about that Texas team with the star on it, we have to go find another podcast. So let's get back into it, right? Baker Mayfield really went into L.A. and, and wrote his own little Cinderella story. Made his own Hollywood movie. And it didn't look like that at first. He came out and he was slinging. We're talking about he came out rolling, catching a guy on the slant, catching the, catching guys on the flat, right on, 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 on the break hook curl, on seam routes, on go routes. Play action, RPOs. You see, you saw him run it all, in a very vanilla fashion. You saw him run it all, and you're like, "Yo, Baker Mayfield is really looking impressive for somebody that's got here two days ago." For half a minute, or for half a quarter, when Baker first came in the game, it really looked like. Uh-oh, this is the Rams again with a confident quarterback. This is Rams again with a good quarterback. What we gonna do, what we gonna do. Then, I think the glass slipper fell off for the next two quarters. Could just be me, could just be me. But I really feel like the glass slipper fell off. Because suddenly it stopped looking like the LA Rams with a good quarterback. And it looked like the that the Raiders remembered that, you know what? That's Baker Mayfield over there. Let's put some pressure on him. Let's get some big guys to put you know at the line, you know. Like let, let's let's see what happens if he feels a little disturbed if he has to move off that spot, right? Right, like. Um, hold on one second. So, what was I talking about? What was I talking about? Remind me. Okay. So, it, look at the glass slipper came off, right? That Baker finally remembered, or the defense remembered, that, hey, yo, that's Baker Mayfield. This isn't 
Matthew Stafford. This isn't an elite quarterback. Not saying Matt Stafford's an elite quarterback. This isn't an elite quarterback. This is barely even a good quarterback. This, this is short Kirk Cousins, right? I saw a meme. I saw. I saw a meme that said the league is just filled with a bunch of Kirk Cousins, and it went. It said Jimmy Garoppolo, right? Handsome Kirk Cousin. Showed some other dude, long neck Kirk Cousin. It said Dak Prescott, black Kirk Cousin. And listen, they're not lying about this. Listen, Baker Mayfield, short Kirk Cousins. They didn't have that one, but I'm adding that one in there. <laughs> right? <laughs> they said, like, yo, the league got, like, four elite quarterbacks, maybe five, maybe it's maybe, like, seven. And everybody else are Kirk Cousins. And it's really true. It really is true. Like, everybody is just Kirk Cousins. Everybody's just a little bit more popular. Like, black Kirk Cousins. He just happens to be on a, on, on a team that, that pulls the highest rating. That's what I'm going to start calling him now. Since I'm no longer talking about this team directly either, I'm just going to start calling him Black Kirk Cousins. Back to it. I'm thinking about music. So Baker Mayfield kind of came down to earth for about two quarters. And then the fourth quarter came. And L.A. is still within one touchdown, right? Rams defense is playing their butt off. Raiders defense is playing their butt off. Both quarterbacks are looking like Kirk Cousins, right? Then they get a stop, the, Ra um, the Rams do. They get a key stop. And the Raiders make this incredible punt, right? And they pin the Rams on the two-yard line. The punter is over there doing the B.I. He's over there. B.I. He did the B.I. He did the Dave Chappelle B.I. Yes. <laughs> you see you see a couple of them doing the, the, the Vince Carter. It's over. It's over, ladies and gentlemen. It's over. You see them celebrating. They over here doing the ugly cry. Uh, like Rap Beverly. They were in full celebration mode. Like when the San Antonio Spurs thought they had beat the Heat. And all the fans that left early were trying to get back in. You guys would never be let down up from that ever. You know that, right? <laughs> the, the sports world is never going to let you guys um, live that down. Because they remembered that this wasn't some great quarterback. This wasn't some elite quarterback. They pinned Baker Mayfield on the two-yard line. With like, ooh, how, how much time did they have? Like 40 seconds to go? Something ridiculous, right? I, I forget how much time. And no doubt, you know, they come out, they make a good play. They, 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 they made a nice little out. To start off, they made an out route. They did a little out route um, to, to the, one of the receivers. I think it is him. But they did an out route to one of the receivers. He catches it, but he goes out of bounds, right? They, they waste the first play. 
They come right and uh, they come right back, do this um get the same guy the ball. Bam, he comes about two yards short of, of, of the first down. Doesn't matter. They, they end up making the first down, they start trucking down the field. They end up getting they end up getting a pen, um, um a stupid penalty for knocking the ball out of his hand. I think talking or some weird shit. Right? Alright, a, a couple offsides, a pass interference, and a, a couple of completions. Now they're suddenly on the two-yard line. Now they scored a touchdown. And with the game... Clock running out. They scored a win. Baker Mayfield completes... One of the great Cinderella stories. One of the great stories of all time. Cut, released from his team as he as he was asked to. Bet on himself because he saw all of these teams losing pieces. The Rams. The 49ers. The Ravens. But the Jets, right? He sees teams out here struggling with their quarterback play, and he bets on himself like he did in college. He asks for his release to go to another team, gets the playbook within two days, talks to the coaches, talks to the people there, right? Ahead of time, gets the playbook while he gets, gets the playbook immediately. He's done the playbook on the plane. Put it in crazy hours. Barely sleeping, change of time. Talks to the coaches. Gets packages in there that he likes. Apparently, Baker Mayfield li likes a lot of packages. <laughs> right. He asks Matthew Stafford if, if, if he can get the spare key to the uh, um to the building real quick. Comes in there, starts off the game well, looks like the mush in the middle, and has an incredible game-winning drive. 48 hours after joining this team, on a night when everybody's like, yo, every Thursday night game is poop. But that's also because of the timing a lot of times, right? Baker Mayfield may have been the most rested guy for that Thursday game. Even with all the travel he did, he wasn't out there getting licks on the field. Yo, he's as fresh as a summer's eve. Summer's breeze, my bad. <laughs> oh, man, my mind. <clears throat> my mind ain't right. All these thoughts are troubling. So the LA Rams come away with the victory. 20, what was it, 21 to one? 20, I think it was like 21 to one, what the fuck? Nope, sorry, 17 to 16, so it was 20 to 21. But 17 to 16, nothing special happened. Nobody in this game throws for over 350 yards, you didn't know what that means. Nobody rushes for over 150 yards. Nobody receives for over 150 yards. I don't think anybody even broke 100 yards receiving or rushing. Jacobs had a good game, but I even but he ended up breaking 
I think he ended up breaking his pinky finger in that game. So you saw him having having some problems um in that game. But he was still he was still productive. He ended up even after he had his um he had his hand injury, right, a pinky injury. Like he had a decent run where he where he still caught Buddy with a stiff arm, and immediately regretted it. <laughs> like we mean when we say immediately regretted it, immediately regretted it. Josh Jacobs got twenty seven carries, ninety nine yards. Like literally just one yard shy of a hundred yards. But um, did he have any um receiving yards? When we add his receiving yards in there, one hundred and fifteen yards total. Let me see if my man can find that right now. The one guy, for all purpose, um, and maybe let's see, let's see if Skowinski did any rushing. So Skowinski did any rushing? Like he may have nope, no rushing yards for Skowinski. And what about Akram? Not enough receiving yards on Atwell. Not enough rushing yards. And it was Atwell that I, that it was actually. I'm glad I see his name. It was Atwell that he used to get um to be able to get out of the to get out of the end zone, right after that long punt situation. He was the guy that he caught uh, got caught on the out route, caught the ball, went out of bounds immediately. Bam, same clock. Oh, one more time. I'm gonna two minute warning here. That he made this drive. Baker Mayfield now he's on um he's he's on the after he's on the after party for Thursday night football with Richard Sherman and them. Yo, <laughs> funny thing, funny thing, funny thing. That crew for Thursday Night Football, it's Richard Sherman, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and I always forget and I forget the bald dude's damn name, right? But he was a center or some shit like that for the LA Rams. And also Cleveland or Cincinnati at one point in time. But when they show the graphics for them, right? It's it's funny when you when they see the gra- next time you watch Thursday Night Football on Amazon. And and I, you know what? We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna go more into that too. Next time you watch it, look at the graphic behind them, right? So they show a picture of them now, and then what they do? Oh, they show a picture of them now. They show a picture of them when they were playing football. No, they take a picture of them now, and then it shows. And then what they show kind of the background, right, or behind them, or underneath them, right, kind of in, in the in the background. They start. Sh- they show them in the uniforms of every team they played with. Now, granted, I didn't know that's what they were doing. When they showed Ryan Fitzpatrick, I thought this was a picture of Ryan Fitzpatrick and like generic football players to show him with a team behind him as a quarterback. And then when they got to Richard Sherman and the and the other dude, right? Tony Gonzalez too, my bad. Right? I think it was on Tony Gonzalez actually when I really realized it. Right? Actually I wrote this guy Richard Sherman and then I and then I was able to piece it together on Tony. Here's the thing. My, 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 you know my energy my energy here. My energy here. Ooh, excuse me, my phone got broken last night. I made me think about the register. Mm. So, yeah, I straight coconut water. I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing any of that today. None of that. None of that. We go, we go find another game to go on. The, on the next game is finished, and they just completed their third straight victory after a couple of horrific losses, where. And we're going to get into that. We're going to get into some Knicks talking in the next hour. We're going to finish up this hour um, talking Thursday night football. Next hour, we'll go ahead and we'll get into, and we'll talk, and we'll get into the club. We'll open up the boom, we'll, we'll open up the mighty boom, boom room. We'll get into a little bit of Knicks talk in the last hour. We'll do our, we'll do our NFL picks. 
You guys say, so we got a big show for you guys today. So they're not leaving headshots at midnight. So, so get your drink. All right. Get yourself a shorty. All right. And we're going to do a little song like this. I got fat bags of thugs. I got. Let me stop. And I'm about to go get twisted. And I'm about to sit. Go get your rap. Go get yourself a drink. All right. Go get your vices. Whatever you got to do. Go go check, you know, check the style. Check the style. I know, I know I'm, I'm recording in South Florida. So a couple of you guys, I know you're trying to stay awake until midnight. Right? I get it. Do whatever you do. Do whatever you need to do. Would be right. But we, we ain't going nowhere. But you know what I'm saying? Stay right here. Get, get the drink. But stay right here. Listen. So let's roll up and roll out, right? Because then we're done talking to big companies. Oh, facts, right? Arizona. Not Arizona, Amazon. When they showed Ryan Fitzpatrick, and he has himself in nine different uniforms, I really thought it was like generic football team behind him. Like, I didn't even really pay attention to realize, oh, these are all the teams that, that he was playing for. I really thought it was a football squad. Until they went to Sherm, and I was like, wait, where's Sherm's squad at? And I was like, wait a minute. And I saw, I'm looking, I'm like, wait a minute. Is that the team that Sherm? And then they cut it. And I'm like, okay. Then, then they showed Tony Gonzalez, and I'm like, okay, okay. And as you guys know, like, this like, <laughs> this is where they sit. Like, right, Fitzy is right here. They got Sherm over there. They got, you know, they got Tony over here. Right? And I'm like, okay, let's go look at, let's go look at, at, at Tony, because they're about to pop him up. And no doubt, it's just Kansas City and, and Atlanta. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, and that's when the realization hit me. I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> like, that is, like, that is kind of funny to me. That they're showing them in all of the teams that they played for. And Ryan Fitzpatrick literally looks like a starting offense. Literally looks like he has 11 people behind him. Looks like he's about, like, Ryan Fitzpatrick could play football with himself based on how many teams he's been on. Just have a team full of Ryans. And Ryan Fitzpatrick was also uh, Kirk Cousins as well. He's an older... Actually, they do have an old Kirk Cousins. They did do an old Kirk Cousins. Who did they have as the... Um, Matt Ryan. They had Matt Ryan as the old Kirk Cousins. And I think the young Kirk cousin was either Zach Wilson or... or um. Or Daniel Jones. It was one of those two. <laughs> so that was funny to me. Like, I don't know if you guys be catching... I don't know if you guys catch the Amazon production, right? Or, well, of course, if you're watching the... If you're watching the Amazon Prime. But I don't know if you listen to the other productions, is what I'm really trying to say. And today I actually decided to go listen... Mm, not the first time. But I decided to listen to the other productions on this one. And... It just so happened this week to have my co-host and the favorite player of probably 75% of basketball fans, right? Depending on where, where you're from. They had LeBron James in the shop there. And I was like, oh, well, let me listen to how they do here. Like, I didn't catch, I, I don't think I caught the first one. I'm trying to remember. The first one I had, Jalen Ramsey, I don't think I caught that one. I don't think I caught that one. So, like, the, ironically, like, this one was one. I was like, oh, okay, let me catch this. Like, now I have even uh, extra heightened interest in the broadcast because it's 
it's somebody that I'm familiar with and I'm curious about how they're going to perform in this in this spotlight, right? In this particular circle. Right? I had this boy Richard M and some other dude. And I'm looking at him like, okay, okay. Yeah, you so in this format, you can definitely tell that they are fed stats and information, right? That's one thing I realized. I didn't really realize that. I, I didn't realize it during the pan, like the Manning cast, right? Because you know, when Manning is doing it, he does it so kind of fluidly, you don't really realize it. But by the time they're doing this one, you realize that you really realize how they're being fed, in, being fed information. I think I just overlooked it with the Manning cast. Because I think I do remember now a couple of times Manning talking about, oh, he, somebody was talking in his ear or something of that nature. But you can tell they're being fed information, fed stats. They're being fed run tight, run formations, block tight, block formation. You know, uh, you know what I mean? Defensive formation, things like that. Because And not to say that these guys aren't knowledgeable football people. I'm just saying that the way that they were talking, that's not how we're talking in the barbershop or in any shop. Right? <laughs> right? Even being fed information or they had information like on another screen that they that they were pro- or they provided information on another screen that they were able to read from and it was just and it, and it was still able to look like they were just watching TV. But it wasn't a bad production. It wasn't a bad production at all. I, I actually I actually didn't mind it. Right? I can actually say I kind of enjoy it to an extent. But at halftime, I switched it over, and I went to their next-gen AWS um, production. And the AWS production might as well be called ASS production because that shit is trash. That is pure basura. 100%. You do not, that's, not, that's not where you want to be. And it's interesting. I could give you that much. It's, it, is, it is interesting to see how they're highlighting the players. They they track the ball speed, ball distance, speed of the players, distance ran, things like that, right? Um, they they have the names, they, they have them highlighted with a circle and their names on them like their video game character. It's just that the, the angles are horrible for, the, for them to be able to do this. So I don't like the, I don't like the action angle. So, so for me, and and, and you still hear and, and you still hear the regular na- national production, or whatever. But the action angle is is not is not doing it for me. I'm gonna try it again. I'm gonna try it again. I'm gonna try it a couple more times. Maybe I maybe I keep trying it every like until Thursday night football is over, right? And I'll keep trying it right around the third quarter or so and see how I like it. But was not really feeling it. Like that, that I from a visual standpoint, it wasn't visually appealing. And I love video games. For television production, and it didn't make it look like a video game. I didn't enjoy it. Because even that was a bad version of Madden. Like, that wasn't Madden. That was more Techno Bowl in 4K. Like, sorry. And then for the last, and, then, and, then, and then I, I couldn't even finish the whole third quarter. I think halfway through, I, I, I cut it off and I went to the national production and listened there. So, any one of those, anytime you get a chance to, to catch the, the alternative production, go ahead and do it. I forgot which one of them used to have the all-woman production. It may have been Amazon, too. Um, they, at times, they've had the all-woman production. I've listened to that production as well. That, that's an awesome production to listen to as well. Plus, you know how I like to support my ladies. 
you, you know you know me I'm I'm a, I'm a 100% lady lover like like I'm such I'm I am such a lady lover I'm I'm damn near a sexist with it <laughs> like guys you get you 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 get no benefits you you get no partial treatment all that shit's reserved for the ladies put your ass nigga the fuck out my face <laughs> come on man come on I forgot where, where, where was I at one day I was I was going to the art show of my homegirl. Actually, we're going to In Art We Lust 3, the one that was put on by birthday girl and, and lovely, extraordinary woman, Nick, Nick, uh, Nikki Dyson. Dyson? Dyson? Dyson. Right? And there was this guy walking with his lady, and the street was over here. You about to go out and see where this is going. The street was over here. His lady was right here, and he was over there. And I was like, hey, yo, pimpin', six spots with him. He's like, what? I'm like, six spots. He's like, what? I'm like, you know what we're supposed to do. I'm like, come on, man. And I, and I switched spots. I'm like, you know what you're supposed to be on the outside, man. You know you're supposed to take that car if it comes to He's like, oh, gee, my bad, man. And then he tried to make the, man, he calls only to be coming through. I'm like, it's about habits. It's about pure habits. Like, it doesn't matter if the car's coming or not. Your natural instinct and habit should be like, yo, if I'm, if I'm, if, if we're walking, my girl's my girl's here and I'm here. We switch spots and I take that outside lane and push you in the inside. So if something happens, I could push you into the bushes and be like, I've always loved you. <laughs> Set the nigga off one last time. <laughs> Don't give that cup to nobody. So, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> I think you guys may have seen that better on the Instagram. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a big weirdo like that, right? But it's it's fun. Like as much as I'm being, I was being serious about it. Like that shit is funny to me more than anything else. And you know what's funny? That I still haven't gotten a game on. So you know what, folks? Where are we at? We just about, we just about an hour into the show. Let's go ahead. We're going to take a little small break. We're going to take a little small army break. No, no, we're going to take a small army break. No, fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that. Let's stay strong, right? Let's, we'll do an army break later on. Let's stay strong. And you know how you can stay strong, too? That's with Blue Chew, right? Because Blue Chew happens to be a little blue pill that can get you back to your thrill. All you got to do is open up a pack and head straight to the sack, right? Just a few chews before you do, 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 do. I know you're wondering, Blue Chew, Blue Chew has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so this is one opportunity that you just can't miss. For a very low cost, you can beat it up like a boss. But you will love how you perform like a champ when you blue chew in advance. So all you guys to do is use my promo code. Do it like a free sample. Promo code is GSSF. That's Golf Sierra Sierra Sierra. <laughs> right, but use my promo code GSSF. And you can get your first sample of, of Blue Chew, your first order of Blue Chew for free. Yes, for the free free. Like, free free for free free for free free free. And then you can go ahead and buy your girl that Kanye workout pants. Because when it comes to Blue Chew, there really is only two directions. You chew it, and then you do it. And then how long you do it is up to you. You do it like Lionel Richie all night long. Right, like, like you, you can you, you can do it like LL, you can do it well, or you can do it like um, or you can do it like DMX and Belly. 
You know what I mean? I'm just saying. How you do it is up to you. But I guarantee you don't be disappointed when it comes to blue chew. I know for you fellas wanna like, yo, I don't need it. It's not for the it's not for them it's not for all the needy, so stop being greedy. Some of you may just want it. You know? To to go from a three round performance to a to a twelve round performance. Maybe this is your third performance of the of the day. You had one in the morning, one at one in the afternoon, and now you're trying to give your night chick a proper performance. Blue chew. Maybe you've been drinking too much. You got whiskey dick. Blue chew. Maybe you've been talking, maybe you was just talking a little too much shit in the, in her DMs. And you want to make sure you do all of that freaky shit you said you was going to do in the DMs. Blue Chew. Again, promo code GSSS. Go to bluechew.com, put in the promo code GSSS, and, and you get your first order for free. Answer a few questions. Fly like a butterfly, sting like a bee. You'll be as hard as ever can be. Blue Chew. From the maker of we trying to keep guys hard. Pause. <laughs> Alright, let's continue to roll up and roll out, right? You guys got your drinks ready, right? You got your joints, you got whatever whatever you smoking or whatever you sipping on, you guys got that all ready, right? Alright, let's continue to roll up and roll out. Let's let's make some let's get some club members in here, right? Let's let's make a little splash in the club. Just a little bit. That's not the club music. That is not the club music. Stop that. Whoa, what is that? What is that? That is not the club music. Alright. We ain't gonna play no club music. <laughs> Anyone that's got that thing? Alright, let me see. Let me get rid of that. I'm gonna bring that down a little bit. But we got a couple members that's joining the club today, right? We actually, we only have one. I mean, that's why we're not gonna play any club music. We really only got one individual that's joining the club today. And what, is, what club is that? We the Mighty Boom Boom Room. Alright? Club, mighty, boom, boom, room, where we have a room for everybody that booms. And the only room that was visited since the last time that we was on the air was the... I'm a man! I'm 40! Room. Well, that's the room for all ballers that put up over 40 points in any given night. And in that room, there was only one man that decided to... Go and visit the room. And that man functions on his own time. You know him as Damian Lillard. As he dropped 40 points against the Denver Nuggets. Now, unfortunately for Dame, he ain't get the VIP treatment. Like he wasn't taken to the back, he wasn't fluffed or anything else like that. Because while he got into the room, he forgot the most important thing of them all. And that was to get the dub. He didn't close out the night. Scored all those points, but couldn't get it in. Talked to all those honeys, and still left and went home and had to, I'm stroking. Stroking to the east, I'm stroking to the west, I'm stroking to the one that I like best. I be stroking. Man, I'm telling you, those old Southern Soul songs, y'all don't even know. <laughs> like, they be on one for real. These are real songs. I don't make these up, okay? I know you want like, yo, Tita's be making shit up. I don't make these up. Go talk to your, go, go talk to your grand-uncle. Go talk to your grandpa, right? Go, go talk to your pops. Go talk, go, go talk to them. Don't holler at me. Don't watch me. Actually, actually watch me. 
<laughs> but don't be like, don't be looking at me like I'm crazy. Go ask them. You need confirmation. Go ask the old head. If they, go ask your old head. Go ask your old head on your family about that about that song. Let's go give them memories. They were like, oh, watch out now, bud. What you? One of the first things they may ask you, what you know about that thing? <laughs> In some way, shape, or form, they will ask you, what you know about that thing? Boy, you too young for that. So what you know about that? And then they're going to give you your memories. Go ask them. Let me stroke it. Let me let stroke it for 40 points. Just couldn't get just couldn't get the dub. Unfortunately, that's, that's, the, that's, the, that's, the, that's, the, that's the one that matters, man. The one that we look for, cause then we could tell, we could talk about his twelve assists and all the other stats that he put up, but cause he fell short, you know, we just gotta be like, all right, it is what it is, it is what it is. Why is my NBA app acting up? I swear to God, if I was paying for this app, I'll be, I'll be vexed. The NBA app has been pissing me off this year. If I didn't get it with the two K game, like I'll be fully vexed. If I didn't have 2K stock, 2CWO, make sure you guys go ahead and, 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 and buy yourself some stock. Right? I'll be vexed because, you know, a lot of people bought it because of that tweet. You know what I mean? A million people did that. That was a million people that a buck fifty a piece. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I bought that package alone. Whew. I love it when my shields go up. Okay, let's get back into it. We had no 350 passer, no 150 yard catcher, no 150 yard runner, no runner over 30 attempts. None of that. None of that. Is it 30 attempts we're doing? Did we get, did we agree on 30 attempts? But for the for the we ain't gonna announce the we ain't gonna announce that room yet. It's still in construction, but we still gonna do 30 attempts. 30 attempts. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we ain't seen nobody with 30 attempts. So we're just gonna so we're just gonna leave it at that. We're gonna close with the club for the night. It's a little bit mixed talk in here, right? Because I told you we had a nice little victory, but we really got some mixed talk, some mixed talk. I'm doing like all the way live until I die. I'ma ride with my Knicks and we give you that Knicks talk, that Knicks talk. The New York Knicks, the New York Knicks just came away with their third straight victory. I know you're wondering, like, oh, so impressive. Listen. It's damn, you're damn right it's impressive. It brings us to a record of... Where is it at? Where is it at? Cause I, I think we're at 500 now, actually. I, didn't even, I don't even need to look that one up. If I'm not mistaken, New York Knicks are currently at a 500 record. Let's see. Yeah, they were 12-13 and 13 when they played Atlanta. And they whooped Atlanta 113-89. They beat Cleveland the game before that, 92 to 81. And you see the Knicks playing defense. The New York Knicks have, they have shortened their lineup to about a nine-man rotation. Basically, Tom Thibodeau has gotten to the point where he's like, you know what? I'm not going to go out here and try to play 13 guys a night. I'm not going to try to play 12 guys a night. We're going to start shortening up this lineup. If you're not properly playing defense, I'm sorry. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta fizzle out this lineup, or you gotta fizzle out the rotation. If you, if, if your plus minus ain't looking good, I'm gonna fizzle out. If I don't like you, I'm, <laughs> you know what I mean? but 
he has kind of drilled this down to an which isn't a bad rotation. You understand? That's saying every single starter um basically gets a sub. Except for one. And then that person just gets their minutes tossed around. And hopefully you're blowing them up, and then you do get a sub. So in the in the wake of trying to get more defense out, you seen them call up Deuce McBride from the G League. Deuce McBride is now getting the minutes that used to go to that used to go to Evan Fournier. And what was also going to Cam Reddish. Evan Fournier and Cam Reddish minutes are basically being split between Quentin Grimes and Quentin Grimes and and and, and Deuce McBride at this time. There's a there's a group of individuals. I remember speaking with a fan that was really wondering how come they don't play Derrick Rose more. That this about Rose, that about Rose. That when when Rose plays, the things will look better. It look quicker. It look smoother. But every indication that you can see, plus minus, score, points, Emmanuel quickly is the right person to give them more minutes to. Especially now. Emmanuel quickly has, has, has put in the work. He's put on the weight. You understand? Um, um, his his three-pointer, his inside game, his floater. They've all gone up a notch. His aggression has gone up better. His defense has gotten better. So I understand people may want Derrick Rose, but... More Derrick Rose just means more potential for Derrick Rose injury. <laughs> right? And then what you're going to say? Oh, he shouldn't have been playing Derrick Rose that much. You know, Derrick Rose is 15 years in the league. Yeah, he has, he has a past history of blah, 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 blah. You want quick... I know you like Rose. Emmanuel quickly is the right decision right now. And... You know how no right Emmanuel quickly is the right decision? Because Emmanuel quickly has played his way into trade talks. That's how you know Emmanuel quickly has been has been doing better. Remember, remember this time last year when about 20 games, 40 games in, the New York Knicks started shopping players, was starting to see if, what, what the players' value were, started shopping players around, and they couldn't get a bite on anybody. Quentin Grimes was worthless. Emmanuel quickly was worthless. Jericho Sims was worthless. Evan Fournier was still worthless, but he don't count. No, he doesn't really mention him. None of those guys had value at this time last year. These, these guys are now in trade talks. The Knicks actually have people on their team that teams are, are willing to make a trade for. That's a step in the right direction. See, I'm not quite sure how you guys are how Knicks fans, and I say you guys, are gauging your success, right? But success is gauged in in multiple ways. It isn't just in in wins and losses or making the playoffs or not making the playoffs. It's 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 been for me about foundation. It's been about consistency. It's been about willingness to adjust and willingness to learn. It's about progression. But it's also about reality. Realistically, when you look at the, the Knicks team, who in their own division are they better than? Who's in the Knicks division? Philadelphia 76ers. The Brooklyn Nets. The Toronto Raptors. That may be the only team that you may be able to say this to. And the Boston Celtics. Who 
are the Knicks more talented than? In your own division. So if the Knicks are fourth at best in your own division, where do you expect them to be in the conference? Granted that now the person, the, the team that's going to be the winner of the South is going to be better than them. Right? Maybe. Miami Heat is down there struggling. And so is Charlotte. We just whooped, we just whacked them. Actually, I don't know how, what's going to happen with this South. This South is looking kind of janky. You have the you have the West, right? That Midwest area was gonna have uh, that the the, lead, the winner of that team is gonna be better than them, as well as probably two other teams possibly. Because we're talking about the you're talking about the division that has Milwaukee, Cleveland, and Chicago. So let's say you're on par with Chicago, maybe. For the season. That still leaves two teams there. In your own division, there goes another four. You're seventh at best. At best, you're seventh. So at best, New York, you're automatically a play-in team. Anything anything above play-in is success. Or is added success. Play-in is a success. Because to not make it to the playing tournament would be disappointed with the talent that you have. You should at least make it there. If you don't do what you're supposed to do, that's a disappointment. You should at least always do what you're supposed to do. You should always at least live up to your, take care of your bare minimum expectations. Beat the teams you're supposed to beat. That's all you're doing. And some of the teams you're not supposed to beat. You're not supposed to beat Cleveland. We just beat them. We just beat Charlotte. We just beat Atlanta. I I I watch Knicks, I watch I watch I, I listen to you Knicks fans closely, right? Because half the times you guys are overreactive crybabies, and I mean that in the most loving way possible as a Knicks fan. Because you are in no different position. And the Miami Heat, right? Let's do a little 305 for my city. Let's go a little back and forth. Let's do a little Drake back and back, right? Let's go a little back and forth. Let's do some Styles P and Jada Kiss. My bad. I didn't mean to bring Drake into this. The Miami Heat are in a similar situation. It's a lot of organizations that are in a similar situation as New York Knicks. Right about 500. Needing a full-blown star. Just about squeezing every ounce of juice out of the players that you currently have. Hoping that they can level up. Yet, these other better-ran organizations. I don't hear... I don't hear any talk in Miami about them getting rid of the head coach. Now, I know what you're saying. Eric Spoelstra's already won championships. Eric Spoelstra already has this clout. Eric Spoelstra has this, Eric Spoelstra has that. But there was a time Eric Spoelstra didn't have that. And do you know how he got that? By him being empowered by his organization, which the Knicks have failed to do with their head coaches that actually are productive. 
all of these losing years that, that Greg Popovich is having, you don't hear them talk about him leaving. He talks about him possibly leaving. Because still you understand what it means to build a foundation. As much as we see now that Steve Kerr is able to take the Golden State Warriors to a next level, the New York Knicks don't have a don't have a Stephen Curry or a Clay Thompson. They will they'll be lucky to have a Draymond Green at that time. I was coming off the bench behind David Lee. Former New York Knicks. So you guys are weirdos sometimes. Like you guys could be real weirdos with your expectations. They're they're highly unrealistic, to say the least. Is Tom Thibodeau the best coach I've ever seen coach the game? No, of course not. But there is something to be said about giving man the credit for somebody that got us back on track. As it currently stands right now, while the New York Knicks may not be the prettiest of destinations to go to, we're no longer the shittiest of destinations to go to. We're no longer a destination where stars are automatically like, what fuck that fuck they got going on over there? Like, no, nah, there's, there's actually some stars out there. You saw Don Mitchell that, like, you know what? I can fucks with that. I can watch what's going on over there. Now, there's some people that just want to stay away from the New York aspect of it or the pressure of trying to win in New York or win for the Knicks organization. I can understand them running away from that. Some people are just soft. We hear, we heard Paul Pierce recently mention that, that as a rookie, he would have been too soft in New York. Boston is a different kind of town. It's a, it's a, it's a small, big town. Uh, big small town, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And they don't have options. So yeah, you you big weirdos. Tom Thibodeau does have some stubborn ways. You don't see any of those stubborn ways playing out with this team. This current team this year. One, because he doesn't have, actually, he, he has a few. He's no, he no longer has veterans that he feels like, he no longer feels like he needs to start veterans just because they're vets. He no longer feels that he needs to play guys because they have bigger, bigger contracts. That's no lo that no longer matters. That was an issue last year. But also, the team needed some more learning last year. Some of these guys could still be could still learn how to be a professional. Cam Reddish could still learn how to be a professional. It seems like. It seems like. So you have to, instead of trying to think, damn, how far are we from the from the from the final product? Start thinking about how far you've come from the from beneath the bottom of the barrel. Because you wasn't even in the barrel. You were that mold shit growing at the bottom of the barrel. When you lifted up all kind of critters and things come running from underneath. That's where we were at. 
And now that we've got to the top of the barrel, you now, you now your true colors come in, and and you and you and your crab mentality comes in because the way that you want the team run is how it has been ran when it was unsuccessful. And that's how you want to go about your business again. For the during how the way it was during the unsuccessful period. Some of you guys really don't understand the rat race that you that, that you know what I mean that that little hamster wheel that you're constantly on. Some oh look there goes a tree. 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 That's really something you want to expand. Like, you're so caught up in, oh, we haven't won since 1977. 1977 got nothing to do with R.J. Barrett. 1977 has nothing to do with Tom Thibodeau. Well, maybe Tom Thibodeau. 1977 has nothing to do with Tom Thibodeau's current regime. 1977 has nothing to do with any current player right now. That matters. No, it does matter. Them playing for their coach. Them trying hard every single game. Them taking no days off, putting the effort on defense. And you keep putting the work of results to come. Everybody blossom in two years? Everybody blossom in three years? How long did it take DeMar DeRozan to become a star? How long did it take Jimmy Butler to become a star? Because I've mentioned several times that these are the two guys that I believe that R.J. Barrett is probably going to end up becoming. And I've been saying this since draft day. Little did I know that he was gonna that he was gonna develop as fast as them too. <laughs> that was unexpected. Hello, folks. Phone lines are open wherever you're listening at. Now, Knicks are on a three-game winning streak. Three-game winning streak just got us back to 500 with 13 and 13, 26 games into the into the season. We have just about now 56 games left. We have Christmas Day games coming up pretty soon. As we said, Christmas is, ju- is, just, a, is just about <clears throat> 16 games away, um, 16 days away. So about 16 days, we have the Christmas Day games. And for a lot of you bandwagon fans and, and fake fans of basketball, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm shooting shots. I'm taking shots every year. Uh, you don't pay attention to basketball until Christmas or until after the NFL, so you'll start you'll start seeing what's happening in basketball then, and then I'll start hearing from a larger sample of y'all and tell y'all to calm the fuck down. Calm, I say, sisters, calm. But the Miami Heat are going through some similar issues as well, Night and that that the Knicks are nothing about the head coach. No, just about making some simple trades, trades. How can we improve our roster? Who on our roster? And I expect a lot of teams do this. See, that's normal. Who can we trade away on our team? How can we? Who can we give up to make our team better? Right now, it's looking like we should have given up R.J. Barrett for Donovan Mitchell. Right now, that's what it looks like. Donovan Mitchell right now is one of the top. If I'm not mistaken, he's still one of the top five scorers in the league. R.J. Barrett is struggling to put up twenty points a game. And again, it's kind of like DeMar DeRozan and Jimmy Butler. You you pull up the the best scoring years of You know what? You guys don't do anything. Relax. That's my opinion. 
next time we come on air and we do some next talk, we're going to do some full-blown comparisons between the three people or the two individuals that I constantly compare R.J. Barrett to. And let's t- and I'm going to take a look at their growth and their projections and their best season. And let's see how far off pace R.J. Barrett is. It's all about patience. Not everything is a microwave. Because if you don't have that microwave guy, then all you can do is keep building up the guys around you until, you, until either one of them get um, becomes better or you get that person. That's really all it boils down to. Not everybody is Zion. Not everybody is, is John Morant. And even with Zion and John Morant being here at the same time, how long did it take us to find another before we had another one of those? Giannis? Who was Giannis? Who was it before him? Not Anthony Davis. Not Ben Simmons. What, Russ and Derrick Rose? I'm just saying. Just saying. And I think I even I think I even switched categories. I, I crossed categories on that one. We, yeah, we definitely crossed streams on that one. Speaking of crossing streams, right? <clears throat> Let's switch over from a, from a little dribbling of the basketball to a little dribbling of soccer. Right? I don't know if you guys happen to... And man, I, I missed the end of that crap. I just realized it. Yeah, I missed the end of that. It was a Netherlands game? It was on right before I came on here? I think I missed the end of that game. But I did not miss the end of that Croatia... I did not miss that Croatia-Brazil matchup, which was just as intriguing. Both both games will end up going into penalty, penalty... Extra time ended into penalty kicks. I just didn't get a chance to finish watching the penalty kicks and see the results of that game. Uh, maybe talk about that on Monday. But Croatia and Brazil, oh man, what a matchup that was. What a matchup that was. Croatia, um, this, this game is, 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 is one nothing in favor of Brazil all the way into extra minutes. And then in extra minutes, Croatia finally puts one in the net. And these go into penalty kicks. And Croatia being the mini powerhouse that they have been <laughs> over the last, what was it, almost two decades now? Right? They won how they win a lot of their matchups. And that's on penalty kicks. First of all, Croatia would, would um, Rodrigo, not Rodrigo, I forgot. The first kick for Croatia, they would, they, would, they would end up scoring that kick. I missed who that kicker was. But then Brazil would come up and Rodrigo would get his first kick and he would miss. Croatia gets their second kick. They put that one in. Pressure's on now. Right? Casimero, right, for, for Brazil, he, um, he gets that shot. He, he gets the second shot in. So now we're 2-1. Modric for Croatia puts in the third. So now they've made three straight penalty kicks. Pedro for Brasilia. For Brasilia. <laughs> Pedro for Brazil. He puts, he gets the third one in. Pressure still on. Ostrich for Croatia comes up. He puts in his shot. Four straight penalty kicks. And then the heart. And then, no, no. Was this the heartbreaker? 
Yeah, this was the heartbreaker. This was the heartbreaker. Marquez comes up to kick the penalty kick. He makes the right choice and guesses left as the goalie goes right. But he kicks it off the goal post. A wide open net. Immediately, I was like, oh, that gotta hurt. And then I did what all toxic people do when they see moments like this. I hopped right on social media to see which one of my friends is in pain so I could bo- so I could leave laughing emojis. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm joking. I can't know. I can do it. I did that for real. But I get on social media I'm like, and I see the people and everybody's like, oh my God, that hurt the pain. And that hurt me. And I wasn't going for Brazil. Sorry, Bootsy. Like, that happened. Sorry, 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 Diego. Sorry to all my Brazilian friends. I have, I have way more Brazilian friends than I have Croatian friends. I live in South Florida. Like it's it's just by natural selection of geographical location. So Croatia comes away and they beat Brazil. And from what I heard, and I don't know why this makes this any different, but they said a Brazil has now gotten eliminated from the World Cup for the like third straight time from a European team. That was a stat that they, that they said. That's, the, that's their words. Now, I, I don't know the significance of it. I don't know how this stat plays out. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying, I'm trying to correlate this to like how we talk football and basketball. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like this, 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 they've been eliminated um, for three straight times for a team from the NFC South. Like, okay, I got it. It's <laughs> the only thing I can think of. Like I said, we're gonna dribble back and forth, right? Let's 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 go ahead and leave and leave the, what you're dribbling with your foot, and let's get back to what you're dribbling with your hands, right? Um, I don't think this is any surprise to Miami Heat fans that Duncan Robinson is on the trading block. They are trying to find a way to move Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson. Is, is 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 not a bad player, but he's kind of limited. He's a specialist. It's he's kind of a three and D guy, but he doesn't. He lacks foot speed to be a better three and D guy. Like I um, I would compare him to crap. Who was the guy that Reggie Bullock? But a worse Reggie Bullock on defense. Probably just as good or not slightly better on offense at the three. So 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 Duncan Robinson's one of those guys that they're trying to find trying, trying to find some trade bait for. Um Kyle Lowry has come up in trade rumors as well. But I don't think it's trade ru- okay, let me rephrase that. Cause Duncan Robinson is getting traded rumors. Kyle Lowry is just a player that Heat fans want traded. <laughs> and here's a difference. <laughs> like, Heat fans are kind of over the... From what, I, from what I've been hearing, Heat fans are getting to the point where they're kind of over the Kyle Lowry experience. And I don't blame them. 
he he has his, his purposes, but I, I believe that Kyle Lowry right now would be better in Memphis, backing up John Morant. That's how I see Kyle Lowry now at this current stage in his, in, in his career. I don't think he's a guy that should be starting anymore. I don't think he's a guy that you should be compromising minutes from anybody because of. No, you bring him off the bench for, in a support role and have him and have him milk longevity and good locker room guy out of the league. But to have him in the Miami Heat as a intricate part, integral part of their offense or to their team, like. If that's the case, you're getting too many Urkels on your team. That's why your wings low. And and, that, and that's exactly where, where Kyle Lowry falls into. So so we'll see what the Miami Heat does. So the Miami Heat are uh, attempting to be active players at the trade deadline. And you'll probably start seeing <clears throat> probably in the next two weeks. Let me see here. What, 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 what are we at? By Christmas Day? So probably even even if in the next week or so, so in the next week to three, right? You're probably gonna start now start seeing the trade starting to pick up and the trade starting to open, because we're starting we're gonna get past the time frame pretty soon. I'm trying to know what that date is, but I know it's coming up. I don't know the exact date. We're gonna start getting past the time frame where there the restrictions on traded players. Or, or, or players that you had traded to your team, like um, trade restrictions are gonna are, are gonna be re- are gonna be lifted off of those players pretty soon. And once that happens, then that opens up the trade market, the trade pool, and the trade combinations that you can put together. So we're gonna so we're gonna start seeing how that works out. Like I said, New York, like New York is definitely the Knicks are trying to be um in there for trades. Brooklyn Nets are try are, are trying to <laughs> are trying to get some um pieces in there as well. The Miami Heat are on the trade blocks. That's all. That's everybody from three hundred five to my city. And if you guys want to go across the pond, you really want to go across across cross country to L.A. and bring them in here. I say, yeah, fuck it, fuck L.A. <laughs> we talked enough about them when we talk when, when we talked about Baker Mayfield, but we can't really not talk L.A. because we still have our LeBron watch to go through this year, right? Because and as you guys know, like it's, it's nothing major. He he's still he's still pretty far away, right? So when so we're really not too concerned as of yet. LeBron James currently has thirty seven thousand five hundred and one points, right? He is still just about is he at eight hundred now? Did he just break eight hundred? He just he just broke he just broke eight hundred. Shit. Sorry, last time last time we did this watch, he was he was still in the nine hundreds. He's now he's now just about eight hundred points away. So to give you exactly, LeBron James is officially now eight hundred and eighty six points away from being the all time scoring leader. Trust me, that's still well over like twenty. That still he that still means he has to put out like twenty points a game. What do we say? We are we have what about game twenty six, right? If he puts up twenty points a game, we're dragging that out to about game forty four, game forty or forty five more games. 
if he bring if he averages about twenty five, then you guys see what I'm coming from, right? Okay. So, so 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 we're somewhere we're so we're somewhere around there, right? Where LeBron James is probably gonna break this record, somewhere between the next thirty two to forty five games. So we have a little bit of time. This is gonna be well after the Christmas game, right? And well after the New Year. So after the Christmas game. Like you hear us talking about here, the, hear us talking about it on the Mighty Sports Podcast. After after the Christmas game, after New Year, if you have a favorite sports channel, a favorite sports station, right, expect them. Okay, if you look radio, television, whatever it is, expect after the New Year, you're going to hear about this at nausea. Because I expect. That as he gets closer and he creeps into this number, not only is there going to be a LeBron watch to do this, then you're going to get a lot of talk. Where does this put him on the all-time list? You're going to get a lot of where does this put him on your Mount Rushmore? We're not going to do that here on the Mighty Sports Podcast. You don't have to worry about regurgitating in your pants. We're not going to be one of those to do that here. But I will keep you informed. I will keep you informed of the numbers. Because regardless of what level of LeBron James fan you are, this is still history. This is still as history as history can get. And while I may have been alive to see Kareem Abdul-Jabbar play, I didn't see Kareem Abdul-Jabbar play. You see me? You understand what I said, right? I've seen LeBron James' whole career. And to be able to, as he always says to use his words, to be able to witness the individual that breaks and makes the all-time scoring record, that's something I'm going to want to see because we know that that's just this year. LeBron James is going to still probably play next year, which means that we're talking about LeBron James eclipsing 40,000 points. At this point in time. Let him play. Two more years. At 20 points per game. Now you're talking him. Eclipsing 45,000 points. Now let's LeBron James. Linger around the league. For like another four years. Being a mediocre 10 points per game person. Now you're talking about him close to 50,000 points. Crazy, right? Kind of want to witness that. Same way same way why why I watched why we same reason why we watched Stephen Curry last year. Why as he as he made and broke the all-time scoring record. We I've seen it done before. I seen all of Reggie Miller's career. Seen all of Ray Allen's career. N- but something, but we all know something was completely different about watching Stephen Curry did it, do it. It was completely different because Stephen Curry, he still may have ten years left in the league, eight years in the league of jacking up threes. When he's no longer, when he's when he's no longer the point guard that that's running with the ball all over the place, and he becomes a spot up shooter. What better spot up shooter than him? What better off-ball mover like Ray Allen used to do than to have him on your team just playing off the ball, playing off the ball, no longer with ball responsibilities? 
just wearing out another guy's uh, <laughs> pause. Wearing out another team's defender. Like, there's reasons like to want to watch LeBron James and Stephen Curry in their latter years. They are still putting up phenomenal. As I'm assuming that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, how I'm assuming that my elders felt about watching him to the very end, because I still remember every last one of Le- um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's games still being televised at the very end. Still seeing him and knowing about him. All the way through the very end. Having recollections of him in the very early ages of childhood. LeBron James, 37,501 points. Officially 886 points away. We go see how we go see how this thing works out. We, we I I am I am intrigued. I am intrigued. Okay. And this is actually perfect timing. Right, so when we come back, right, we're going to take a little break. When we come back in the last hour of the podcast, we are going to do our NFL picks for the week. And that's how we're going to wrap up this show. Now, for everybody else except for the people listening on Podbean, right, nothing is going to change for you guys. But unfortunately for you Podbean people, if you're familiar with Podbean, then you know I only get about two hours of this. But... So I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be switching out this Podbean feed pretty soon, but there is another feed already reserved for you guys. Go go back to the live section and you're gonna see the other live feed already reserved. Everybody else, while that's happening, you are gonna you're gonna take a little army break and you're gonna hear an army commercial. When we return to Mighty Sports Podcast, we're gonna get into our week what week is this? Fourteen? Thirteen? We're going to get into our NFL picks for the week. They didn't join this team to win championships or become famous. They joined because there is important work to be done, and only some able to do it. They are brighter, better educated, led, and equipped than any team in history. They are doctors, lawyers, engineers, technologists. And we are back with the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm still your host, the one and only Tyron Beaumont Taylor, a.k.a. Tyron El Idolo, Duco Chivo Taylor, a.k.a. Mr. Emerson himself, a.k.a. the Motor Mouth of the South. Yeah, I got a fast way to speak. Can I tell you that how often, because of my fast way to speak, people tell me to calm down when I'm talking to them? And I know I'm, I'm no different than anybody else. That really becomes a trigger sometimes, like an ultimate immediate trigger. You're like, calm, okay, I'm calm. But what I forget to do sometimes is, I just have a fast way to speak, so I talk fast. It's like I talk fast, I talk, I talk, I'm calm. Like I'm super, I'm super calm right now. Don't, don't I, like, like, don't sweat the technique, but don't let it fool you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, like, like, like Bernie Mac, like I bark, like, I, like, I, like, I ain't gonna do shit. I ain't, I ain't about to fuck you up right now. 
Like, you know, they're like, I'm, I'm, I'm not an unruly, uncivilized human fucking being. Like, this is just how I come across. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I got a little Etsy. <laughs> Rest in peace to both of them. Shit. God damn. God damn. All right. Let's go ahead and get into our and get into our picks of the week, right? Our NFL picks of the week, where we're just gonna go through and just have a little rundown and go over all these these picks. What week are we in anyway? Let, let, let me see here. Let me pull up my handy dandy sheet. I know we just had no, we didn't just have New England and Buffalo. That was the Sunday before. Okay, so we're on week we're on week fourteen. Damn, we have one, two, three. We got four weeks left until the season. Well, at least I already know where the Super Bowl party's going to be at. Shout out to you, Jack. Shout out to you. Damn it. I forgot. I said I was going to do something. Oh, shit. I said I was going to soak my wood for you. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I need to stop being so reckless. I really do. I really need to stop being so reckless. All right. <clears throat> so let's go ahead uh, and let's get into our Mikey Picks of the Week. Um... Can I go ahead and pick music? Yeah, just just pick a little bit. Just just a little bit. Which one you got for me? I'll, I'll consult you that way. I'll consult you that way. All right, let's go. Week 14, NFL picks. We already saw the first game last week, right? That's not what you promised me. Stop playing with me. Okay, okay. Can we get that down two notches? Bring it back. Good. So. Is it, why is this now a dance? Can we, can this how people used to fight? <laughs> I think some people still fight to this day. This is how Jordan Clarkson fight, I think. Every time you see him knuckle up. Brody, too. Let's get into our NFL picks, right? We saw the first game already. Las Vegas taking on the LA Rams. And I don't know. I honestly don't know how I would have picked that. I can't even front. I really can't tell you how I would have picked that, to be honest with you. Because every part of me wants to say I would have picked the Rams. But Jamal Adams and... Crap, what's the running back's name? I forget. Jones? Is it Jones? I'm forgetting the running back's name. And I have him on my squad, too. And I said Jamal Adams. I think it was Jamal. I think it was Devontae Adams. I'm wild. So, between the Raiders running back and wide receiver combination, <laughs> right, I, I thought this was a game that they honestly could have won. And they were in the driver's seat, right? I probably would have. I, I feel like I would have leaned towards the Raiders. Actually, I don't know because now there's it's two parts of me. There's parts of me that don't want to feel like I would have picked the Rams, but there's also a part of me trying to be like, "Yo, would you have picked the other team just because I'm trying to stay realistic? I don't know how I would have picked it, so I'm not even gonna try to front." Mm. Coconut water. I do love me some coconut. If that's all the water I ever had to drink for the rest of my life, mm. I'll do it. Mm. 
Yo, Big Billy Bundy. <laughs> so this is all the Big Billy ballers out there. Right? Alright, first game. First game right off the bat. We have the We have the New York Jets going into Buffalo and taking on the Buffalo Bills. Now, if you remember their first matchup, the New York Jets managed to eke. When I say eke, I mean eke out the slimmest of victory. And to be honest with you, sometimes that's just how it happens, right? Sometimes, sometimes just <coughs> shit. <coughs> Excuse me. Sometimes just how it happens. But if you would have asked me realistically, I always say that we're gonna split division, um, division games anyway. So if this is the game that we split with, if that was the game that we split with them, then realistically we're gonna go into Buffalo. And we're gonna take this L. We're gonna take this L. And I want you guys to take this humbly. I don't want any overreaction. I don't want. I don't want. I don't. I don't want the. Oh, we shouldn't like. We shouldn't be starting Mike White. Like that is why. That's why you give the young kid a chance because. Blah, 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 blah. I don't want to hear no coach talk. No nothing. Buffalo should wax that ass. I am going with Buffalo when it comes to this, right? Yes, the buff the, the Buffalo water crackers. Yeah, not what color, but animal crackers. Look at it. Look, did I look like a water cracker? What water cracker? <laughs> don't that look like? It? Don't that look like an animal cracker? <laughs> you know it does. I know you guys. I know you guys on Instagram wondering what the hell is he pointing at. That's why you should be watching on YouTube or something like that. Wait, wrong way. There we go. Let's this way. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, definitely Buffalo Bills should, um, should definitely go ahead and, and, and get this W. I'm I'm not. I'm not even gonna even gonna play around with this, and that should be an easy dub for them. But also, not just me, I don't just believe that, right? As you guys just saw, whatever, as you saw it a while ago, right? We have the automator kicker eight thousand rounded back up. It has it is back from repair, and it is working all over again. And the automator picker, right, eight thousand also went with the home team and is picking Buffalo as well, right? Game after that, we have. Is a Cleveland Browns? Oh, another division rivalry game. What the hell? Is this division rivalry week? Is this rivalry week? Man, man, <laughs> this is a complete setup because nothing is gonna make sense this week. I promise you, right now, I'm just gonna let I'm just gonna let it land. I promise you, right now, nothing is gonna make sense this week. You're gonna want stability. You're gonna wanna wonder what. To be honest with you, I just may stay away from betting. If you're if you're a better, right? If you're a betting man, I would say stay away from all bets this week. I will stay away from Buffalo being a, I think my Buffalo's a 10-point favorite or some shit like that. I'll stay away from Buffalo being a 10-point favorite. Alright. Um, there's Cleveland this Cleveland going into Cincinnati to take on to take on Cincinnati. Take on Cincinnati. So now this is this is the this is this is scumbag and his and his new team, right? Taking on Smoking Joe Burrow and his squad. His now healthy squad. I'm going WKLD and is it WKLD? I think that's it. 
think it's WKOB in Cincinnati. Wait, that's the Cleveland Browns. My bad. See, telling you, telling you, tell you, this is going to be that week. It's going to be that week. You're going to lose money. Somebody's going to cry this week. I'm telling you right now, somebody's going to cry this week. At, on Monday, I guarantee you, there's going to be multiple videos of people breaking their television. Multiple. You say follow me? I, I, I promise you. I'm just trying to get my range of motion. I'm just trying to get my check out my range of motion. So yeah, I'm, I'm going with Cincinnati. I'm taking Cincinnati to win this game. Um, scumbag. I don't believe that, that he he's, he looked rusty in their last game. I don't believe that he may that he may have command over this over his rust as of yet, or even this offense. Luckily for him, he has some pretty dope ass weapons on his team. That at any point in time, like with the right leadership, guidance, and motivation, they can come away and beat the Cincinnati Bengals. And as impressive as the Cincinnati Bengals have looked over the last couple of weeks, and even last week with beating the with beating the Kansas City Chiefs, and them being the kryptonite to Patrick Mahomes and the, and the Kansas City Chiefs so far. Joe Burrow's kryptonite has been the Cleveland Browns. Let's just hope he has his lead suit on today. Or Sunday, because... They should win. Will they win? I don't know. I pick them to win. I, 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 I think they win. I don't know. I don't know. They have better record. They may have better team. More momentum. You know, I don't know. Division rivalry. I don't know. <laughs> That's all I can say. Next up, we have another division rivalry game with the Houston Texans taking on the Dallas. No, sorry. That's not a division rivalry game. That's just a game for the pride of Texas. What? Said I was playing? I, I, I almost forgot what I said. For half a second. Next up, we got Minnesota Vikings taking on the Detroit Lions. I'm gonna, I'm going with the. <laughs> I am going to go with the Minnesota Vikings to go ahead and come away with this victory. The automated pick of eight thousand in the pick of the Detroit Lions, and again, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Detroit Lions, they, they fight. They really do fight. Listen, Kirk Cousins has the most, some of the most incredible weapons in the league. But he's still Kirk Cousins. And that is the ultimate problem. That you never know when that slipper is going to fall or he's going to slip and fall. Automated pick of 8,000 is going Detroit. I can understand it. Again, division rivalry game. I'm going Minnesota. They should win. Now, granted, mind you, most, why am I picking the team that I don't want to win? What is going, see, I'm telling you. 
Minnesota. You, you, you did it to him. Minnesota. Right? They... They should come up on top. But again, it's just one of those times where you... You got... Ooh. Looks like Zion just did a 360 windmill somewhere. This is one of those games that makes you nervous. Because it's a division rival game, because it's, it's Kirk, because it's Kirk Cousins, because Detroit has been that team this year that has lived up to the thing that has lived up to the thing that we make fun of their coach for saying. Basically, in a nutshell, that they're going to be fighting. And if you want to stop me, you're going to have to fucking kill me. That's how Detroit Lions really play. I wish I had that drop. Just know. That drop is coming. Because every time we talk about the Detroit Lions, like, that is their roar. Like, now, most times, you do, you, they, you, you do end up beating them, and they end up getting killed for that game. But they don't make it easy. The team, that, the, um, the team in Texas that we don't talk about until their owner denounces racism... Like, they waxed them the last game, but that wasn't until about the nine-minute mark in the fourth quarter when, and things just started just started unraveling for Detroit. It was basically compound interest at that point in time. Both of these teams are... can be prone to compound mistakes. But Minnesota should come away with the dub. Ultimately, Detroit, they, if they live up to who they are, they'll put up just enough fight to lose. Next up, we have another... Is this another division rivalry? Jacksonville going into... Tennessee? Automated picker is picking Jacksonville. I am picking... The Tennessee Titans. Now, you guys don't know. The reason why we're doing the automated picker is because we want to see if we're smarter than a supercomputer. That's all that is. Uh, we want to see if a supercomputer is smarter than us or even some of your NFL experts out there. Because sometimes, doesn't it feel that that, that your pick is so iffy that, you know what, it literally, like, it may actually just be as random as the flip of a coin sometimes. I know. But that's the reason why we have the automated picket 8000 in here to see how random random can win. You know, when the SMPs and those, and those provocative gets the people going. You know what actually is provocative and gets the people going? Mighty Trivia. Folks, Mighty Trivia, you can catch it at live at Sharkies at 10.37 p.m. every single Wednesday. And for the Mighty Trivia segment, it's a segment that you can only play live because it, we give out gifts and prizes. And trust me when I say, the gifts are worth it. I've only had one person talk shit about the gift. And honestly... She talked shit about the gift because she thought it like she was looking at it as more as a as a as a blow to her womanhood in her mid sixties. 
<laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> For men that I've done with, so it needs this, and then shit, I don't need them. Man, half the dudes that you would know is that you would be messing with, unless you just happen to be one of those cougars that gets a bunch of y- younger men, then whatever. But still, it's never about what you want. It's never about what you need, it's about what you want. Because that's what they want. You make them, then you make them a blue Long Island. <laughs> if you know what I mean. All right, let's get back into the nitty gritty. Let's continue to roll up and roll out. Who does he have next? What was that? What was his next game? This next game was I don't know, Jacksonville versus. I forget. Who was it? Jacksonville versus Tennessee. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. Thank you. I'm going with the Tennessee Titans because they're one of those teams that when they're playing right, like they, they can piece it together. I'm not a fan of, I'm not a fan of their Kirk Cousins, right? Um, Ryan Tannehill. I'm, I'm not a fan of him, ultimately. So ultimately, I always pick Tennessee to lose, but. You know what? I'm going Jacksonville. I'm. <laughs> I talked myself into it. Right? I am going Jacksonville as well. That's emotion. It's just emotion taking me over. That's emotion right there. Don't listen to me when I, when I pick emotionally. You listen to me when I when I pick logically. That's not a logical thing. That that's that's strictly emotion right there. I realize how much I don't like Ryan Tannehill because of his Miami Dolphin, um, um his Miami Dolphin lineage, right? Uh, Miami Dolphin heritage. So that that is the reason, only reason why I'm picking them. Literally, and it's a division rivalry game, and you know, come see, come saw. Well, you know, you never know. <laughs> and Trevor Lawrence may be due for a dub against a team that may be one-dimensional for right now. Um, next game that we have is going to be the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the New York Giants. And I know... The New York in me should say Giants right here, but those Eagles are, are some bad boys right now, and you know how much I like me some Jalen Hurts. This team has been this team has been absolutely balling, right? They 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 have all the momentum um with them. This. This is also a game that's needed to stay on pace, to stay on top of their division. They don't want to take too many division losses. If I'm not mistaken, the last game of the season was against the uh, team that we shall not name until Jerry Jones denounces racism. <coughs> right? <laughs> um, so I, so even, all, even though all division rivalry games right, matter, right? They, they all mean something. They all have a little extra oomph. But this one matters, matters. The Giants are trying to stay within playoff contention. The Philadelphia Eagles are trying to stay number one in the NFC. They have 
they have teams in their own division breathing down their neck, so they want to stay in the, in the keep up the pole position that they currently have. So I'm gonna go with Jalen Hurts and I'm gonna go with these Philadelphia Eagles. They also just a little bit more talented. They they they're more talented on offense. They're more talented on defense. They have the more talented quarterback. Like they're ta- more talented in basically in all aspects of the game, except for maybe the run. Maybe if they're not better, then it's equal. Philly and six. <laughs> oh man. Mm, excuse me. Right. Oh. Automated picker. Automated picker's picking Philly as well. I don't like how this is going. I, I'm not gonna lie. I don't like being on the same page with the automated picker at all. Next up, we got Baltimore and Pittsburgh taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now. This is one of those games that's gonna be a big if, right? This is one of those games that's gonna be a let's have a big if in this. If Lamar Jackson plays, Baltimore wins. That's the only if. So I'm picking Baltimore, assuming he's playing. If they don't play, then I give Pittsburgh the leverage in this division rivalry game, having more experience with the current quarterback that they have in the game. Then who Baltimore Ravens are going to try to throw in the game to replace Lamar Jackson. So, I'm kind of looking at, so I'm looking at a Baltimore dub, but that's going to be completely, completely contingent on Lamar Jackson's status. We almost done over there. My juke down is there. Automated picker. Let's see what let's see what this sucker goes to. Also is going with the Baltimore Ravens. Okay, okay. Next up we have the Los we have the Miami Dolphins taking on the Los Angeles Chargers. And to be honest with you, this this may not even be close. I have the Chargers winning by 24. <laughs> Home team. <laughs> right? Wait, why did I type Miami? See, this is not... This is not a division rivalry game. This is just a bad matchup for Miami to go fly across the country to go take on the, the Los Angeles Chargers. That's all that is. Tua got a tongue twister. We're going... Uh, it's This is... One of his first major travel games, so let's see how he goes. Changing, changing the time zone, playing against these Chargers team. Um, another team, uh, another team that has a has a good quarterback that they that can make plays with their feet in the air. I'm not quite sure of, of Chargers defense. I have to go look them up. I'm not quite sure of what of what their defense looks like. Actually, did they play in San Francisco last week? Did they actually they've been in LA. Hmm, interesting. They've been in LA, LA since last week. I doubt they would have come home just to fly back out to San Francisco. You know what I mean? But see, they have such a progressive coach. 
I feel like he's the kind of coach that would allow them to fly back to Miami and then come and then, and then they fly back. But if he was smart, they're smart. They stay in LA. They stay in Cali that whole entire time and go from playing San Francisco to playing LA and just and just stay the whole time there. Get and if you're basically about to do it in back to back weeks, give their bodies some real time to adjust to the time frame. That this makes things interesting. Now, you people out there, I'm gonna let you know this is a little bit of a heart pick. Right, there's a little bit of emotion um, taking me over on this one as well. Like, just to let you guys know, I, I absolutely hate the Miami Dolphins, so I can't even fat, I can't even imagine ways that they can beat even a, a halfly decent team. <laughs> and Tua got a tongue twist. Is it my number one? Is it my number one pick? Jalen Hurts is. He's my number one quarterback from that draft, from that whole entire draft period. He's my number one quarterback that I would have picked to this day. 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 So, yeah, I can't really rock with the Dolphins. I'm sorry. I, I really am. I really am. Right? But, for everybody else, go pick them. Because I am not, I'm, the only reason I'm not picking is because I don't like them. That's the only reason why I'm not putting them up on the board. That's the only reason why they're not getting any love. There's nothing to do with football. Like, like I'm talking myself into not into why I think they're going to lose. I don't believe in my heart of hearts that they will lose. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm missing proper Dolphins logo. Wait, I wasn't picking them to win anyway. See? I'm telling you. My, it's hard It's hard to make your heart go again. Like, I'm over here picking them with my heart, but it's kind of hard to make my brain, like, as I'm trying to pick the team here, like, to make my brain go against what my heart believes. Because I'm like, yo, I just, like, yes, I am fully just hating. Like, like, really like yo, it's not like you just hate it. I'm hating. I'm a Miami Dolphin hater. Right? No matter how you peel it, ain't a cheese grater. So I'm going to continue to hate the Dolphins. And I'm going to continue to rock with my... Jets, Jets, Jets. Even though I picked them to lose this, um, this week. Because I got to be I gotta be realistic. See? I got to be realistic here. I, I, I didn't bullshit you for the... I didn't, I don't think I bullshit you for the justice this whole entire year. I have kept it a buck when it comes to my emotions. I, I really have kept my emotions in check when it comes to the Jets. They're gonna lose against, they're gonna lose against Buffalo, but Miami Dolphins they don't they gonna lose to the Chargers too though. They they gonna they gonna give us a nice little L. But like the Miami Dolphins gonna be on a two game losing streak, and this whole division is gonna be upside down. Upside down, you know you turn me. Divisions inside out, round and round. <clears throat> Next up, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the San Francisco 49ers. This is again. We no, wait. Division rivalry game. Yeah, division rivalry game. And I, I'm I'm rocking with the 49ers on this one. I, I am definitely rocking with the. They're, they're at home, right? Kind of what I just said about 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 Tua got a tongue twister, right? Is that 
Dude, that's just, that they're flying across country. I know Tom. I know Tom Brady has been through it all. He's seen it. He's seen it all before. Baby, this, baby, that. But your D's not working now. Look who fumbled now. Now that ball is coming back. Right, like you know that Tom Brady has seen everything that can pos that you can possibly see on a football field, on a basketball field, on a on on an ice ring. You know what I mean? And even and even the ten planets in the galaxy. Like we know he's seen it all, right? But San Francisco, San Francisco, San Francisco has that team. They have the they they have his old offensive coordinator that kind of know how he likes to do things, right? Offense and and then also the San Francisco 49ers have the better offensive weapons when you talk about Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel and not just and not just two of the best weapons but two of the best Swiss Army knives in the league. Christian McCaffrey there a little bit um there now about in his this is now like his third week there now maybe fourth week. Now really getting used to this team. San Francisco, San Francisco needed wins, right? So they can, so they can, so they can. I want to say stay relevant, right? But they want to stay on pace. They definitely do. They want to stay in pace. They want to, they want to stay in playoff contention. Cause they were, I think, if I'm not saying they were one of my teams that were still in playoff contention. And also, it hurts the Bucks. Like if, if, if this is a team that is in their division and you get to knock them down a peg. While also, while also getting a division win and getting yourself up one, so it's almost like so it's like they say, is that it's almost like getting two victories when when you get this when you get this division win, and you want to show this division something, and we want to try our best. I don't think it's, I don't think it's the right division I'm thinking of. Hold on, we're gonna have to pull up these divisions in a second because. Hold on, where's the standings? I think I think I'm calling this one divi like division rivals, and I I don't know why I'm, I'm having a hard time putting San Fran and yeah, they're not the, they're not the same division. I'm tripping. Okay, thought so. I thought I was tripping. I was like, that doesn't make sense to me. Not geographically, it's not working out in my brain, <laughs> right? But. Even still, like it's a it's a it's a conference foe, and it's Tom Brady, and you wanna you wanna get you you want you wanna get th those things above him. One, because you you you, you want to stay mentally on top of Tom Brady. You want to keep your team mentally motivated. Like you know what, we beat them. We we're taking steps forward. But also, you just want to keep your momentum. Period. This is actually this is actually a matchup of two of the division leaders. Right between San Francisco 49ers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who is probably going to win the division just because the division sucks. Right now, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a record of six and six, it means that nobody else in their division has a record above 500. This is going to be big. This is going to be big. Luckily for 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 Tampa, for Tampa Bay, they 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 have a really good division record of three and one, and. The only other team to have a decent division record is the Carolina Panthers. But I don't think the Carolina Panthers are going to be a threat to them when it comes to the final standings. Their biggest threat probably right now remains and still is probably going to be the Atlanta Falcons. 
But we still got four weeks for these things to, to pan out. Who is Carolina playing this week? Did, did we talk about Carolina already? Or do we still have Carolina to get to? Or is Carolina one of the very few teams that still has a bye week this week? <laughs> that I didn't realize. And it got me cussed out of my fantasy football league. Because, like, yo, you got pe- we, the players have started. And there's people on a bye week. Like, hey, you got what you asked for. Right? That's literally what happened there. You got exactly what you asked for. And I just don't think that San Francisco is going to win this game. The automated picker 8,000 also thinks that San Francisco 49ers are going to win this game. Oh, no. There goes the Carolina Panthers right here. Pick it on the San Francisco 49ers. Sorry, Carolina Panthers. You're losing this game to the Carolina, to the San Francisco 49ers. Now, you know what? That may bring a different level of intrigue because that now opens up. Let me see here. Who we just talked about? We just talked about the hmm. Carolina Panthers taking on who did we just say? Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, not the same division. That's in San Francisco's division. And I'm going with I'm going with Geno Smith and Seattle. Carolina Carolina's just in a mess right now. Carolina really just is it's just it just isn't is in a complete mess. So I'm going with them as automated picker eight thousand. Also, we're, we're in step. We're, we're, we're synced today. And I'm not feeling this syncingness, right? I'm, I'm not really feeling that at all. Hold on, we got a caller calling in. Oh, thought we had a caller calling in. They hung up. Look, look, we lost them. I don't know where Carlos went. Carlos was here for a second and he left. Right? Shit, don't do that. Don't do that. No, no, no. Don't do that. Don't do that at all. Speaking of don't do that, let me see if I got some responses right coming up to me on Instagram through the message board. Let's see here. Let's see here. Okay, let's see here. A couple of them coming in. I see a couple of them coming in. I see a couple of them coming in. All right. And you know what? I need to start playing. I gotta work tomorrow. I forgot. You know what? Disregard. <laughs> I was so about to message somebody. Did I hit send? Okay. I'm. I'm. I gotta, I gotta be like co-term. Don't hit send. Don't hit send. <laughs> can't do that right now. I can't. I can't. I can't do that right now. All right. But we still got San Francisco up here. Seattle. Give me Seattle. There we go. Seattle over Carolina. Carolina is in disarray. Like, put it this way. You know how bad Carolina is. Baker Mayfield was like, "Hey, can I bounce?" And they were like, "Yeah." And you see the difference between Carolina and Cleveland Baker Mayfield versus L.A. Mayfield? <laughs> like, actually, that kind of rolls off the tongue. Actually, L.A. Mayfield. Hmm. L.A. Mayfield. That kind of flows, don't it? For some odd reason. Like, I don't know why that actually sounds pretty damn good. Listen, he'll... He's... He probably won't ever... He probably won't... Play to the point where... He wins consistently enough... Or a high enough clip where we where he, where he starts... 
to earn the moniker or the nickname from us, L.A. Mayfield. But I don't mind giving it to him as even a mockingly name. L.A. Mayfield just kind of works for me. L.A. Mayfield, the best chef that you got that you got up there, bake anything for you. He just baked up a W after being there for two days. I still can't believe that. That was incredible. That game was incredible. That game was incredible. The end of the Brazil game was incredible. The New York Knicks last three games was incredible. Like, I want to fuck Mrs. Incredible. Like, <laughs> boy. Can you imagine that Alaska pussy? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> now you got to figure, right? Like, like she only her, only Mr. Only her can mess with somebody like Mr. Incredible. Because Mr. Incredible can't really break her. Right? He could just bend her. And it bounces right back. Oh, my God. Can you imagine how Mrs. Incredible bounce back game is? Like, damn. She must got, like, that demon clap. That. I know we just went left field. Let's, let's reel this back in. Let's go. Whoa, now. That ass is fat. Let's reel this back in. Let's reel this all the way back in. We only have a couple more games left um, for... Uh, our mighty picks and <laughs> just about as many minutes left, right? We got plenty of time left in the show. We don't even have to rush. Then we finally get the Monday night game, right? Sunday night game. And did they flex this game? Are they going to flex this? Wait, did I? Am I clicking the wrong link suddenly? No. Are they going to flex this game? Let's see. If you flex this game, who would you replace Kansas City and Broncos with? San Francisco, Tampa Bay, maybe? Even Miami and Chargers, kind of, sort of. Giants and Philly? Ooh, you know what? Giants and Philly should have got the 8 o'clock game. Giants and Philly should have gotten the 8 o'clock game. That, those ratings would have been ridiculous. That would have been probably the game right there. The flex all the way into the, into, into the, into the primetime spot. Let's see here. You know what, let me pull this up here. Because I'm looking still at my generic list. Let me pull up the actual schedule. Let's see if it's no. This is that. Oh, okay. This is the game that Miami got flexed into. See, I thought it was good. I thought it was gonna be the San Francisco game. So this is the game that they got flexed into. So they did flex that game out, and they flexed them out for the Miami Dolphins and Chargers. And listen, not for nothing, right? Again, this this goes to show you how bad Russell Wilson has been playing this year. Like how much they suck. They they television. They swapped them out for Tua got a tongue twister. They said, we're going to take the younger, shorter, more explosive version of you. And we're going to run with that on television. They're going to go after the Miami and the LA market. Versus Kansas City and Denver, which is a nice little rivalry game. Supposed to be. That game was supposed to be a nice little division game. Division rivalry. I have all those makeups and so Okay. I thought, I, th I thought I, this game was going to get flexed. I thought I heard about this game getting flexed. But for some reason, it didn't seem like. So Miami Dolphins, 
and I'm in charge. They have to pay the cost for me. I said, congratulations, kid. I'm cool. Congratulations, kid. I'm not cause that means one or at least two of them have played well enough. I've played well enough to get um that they want to put them in the national television market. So so kudos to both of them, right? To, to both teams, kind of taking care of their business, their business, taking care of their business, their business because it's nine oh nine. Even though the Chargers are six and six, right? It's still better than the Denver Broncos who are three and nine. You can discuss. I'm telling you right now, if Russell Wilson does not have a complete bounce back year, he may lose his Hall of Fame candidacy. His early Hall of Fame career candidacy that we've been putting it. If he has another bad season, nobody's gonna talk about him like that anymore. Furthermore, if Geno Smith has another good season. Then it's definitely gonna erase everything Russell Wilson has ever done. One more bad Russell Wilson season in Denver, and one more good Geno Smith season in Seattle will completely erase a 10 year career for Russell Wilson. As a good quarterback, as a as a as a hall as, as a as at the time before he before this year, our first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback. Now it kind of makes sense. Why up until now, Russell Wilson hasn't gotten one MVP vote? Because the way he has played in Denver shows you that he has not been deserving of any of them. It has been the defense. It has been the coaching. It has been the scheming. It has been everything else other than him. Actually, Russell Wilson right now is looking like the other black Kirk Cousins. But that's kind of disrespectful to Kirk Cousins because they're kind of balling right now. And you know what I'm talking about, not Kirk Cousins, but the Kirk Cousins. Alright. So, Kansas City, Denver. I'm picking Kansas City. For the first time in a long time, the automated picker 8000 is, is disagreeing with me. Right? And it is going Denver. Division rivalry game. Can't blame it. I don't understand what kind of numbers it's crunching. I can see it. I just won't allow it. Again, rest in peace to Mills Lane. Last game of the evening. We got we got the New England Patriots going in to take, to take, to take on the Arizona Cardinals. This is interesting. Because neither one of these teams, I think, are who we thought they were going to be when the season started. Patriots are 6-6. Six six, Arizona Cardinals are 4-8. What's going on, Auntie Tina? We see you. Hey, Auntie. Right? New York Patriots at six and six, and Arizona Cardinals are four and eight. Arizona Cardinals have gone on this, on this, on this. I don't want to say horrific, but kind of unexplainable losing streak. And this kind of happens as a new video game drop, but I'm not gonna take the low hanging fruit. I'm picking the New England Patriots to win this game, even though I don't want them to win this game for Jets' sake. But it's what Bill Belichick does to little snot-nosed young quarterbacks right there. If your young quarterback is snot-nosed, kind of all about himself and not about the team, doesn't know the right things to doesn't know the right things to say in the media, 
And Bill Belichick is going to eat him up alive every day of the week and even twice on Sunday. In this case, it's going to be twice on Monday. We're picking the New England Patriots to come away with this victory, unfortunately. I, I don't see Kyler, I should have played baseball, Murray, randomly getting his shit together. And and suddenly and, and suddenly beating Bill Belichick and, and New England Patriots. Listen, the only way that happens is if Matt Jones just fucks up all over the place. And this offense is too conservative with him to allow fuck-ups. So yeah, we're taking the Universal Cheaters over the Arizona Cardinals. So that wraps up all of our picks for this week. So what notification did I just get? How much time do we have left in the show? I'm pretty sure that's what that's the notification I just got. We got about we got about got plenty of time. Leave me alone. Like, mm -mm, leave me alone. Like, fuck you, leave me alone. Yeah, fuck you, leave me alone. I said, fuck you, leave me alone. And, no, seriously, like, we about to end the show. <laughs> like, I don't even have anything, I don't even have, like, a nugget to drop in here for you guys. I don't have a nugget today. I don't have a leftover nugget from, like, previous days. Like, we really got into the whole show today. Oh, I do have a nugget to drop for you guys. I do have a nugget to drop for you guys before we leave. Thank you. Thank you very much for reminding me. I think this week because we haven't had the opportunity to drop this little nugget, to talk about it, to, like, or anything. Like, I'll mention this one in a couple weeks. And there's only, like, one more week left. What are we talking about? Actually, I need to, I need to do this my damn self. <laughs> what am I talking about, folks? We are talking about how much longer that you have to go see cut Footloose, cut loose, right? And what it, what is that, folks? It Footloose, cut loose is a show going on at the I thought I had the name of the arena on there, but it's downtown Fort Lauderdale. I want to say the Fort Lauderdale. God damn it. Damn you, T. I hate when I see shit like this. Like, I just completely forgot. Hi, T. Thank you. Oh, slow, slow, no, slow bone productions. Right? But, cut that music. I'm done with this. There we go. Right, so go ahead. If you guys are watching, go ahead and check it out. If you, if you, um, it's going to be at the, the, the Fort Lauderdale. Theater, yeah, I'm not doing it any justice by saying it just like that. But it's gonna be at the Fort Lauderdale Theater, right at 201 Southwest Fifth Avenue, Fort Lauderdale, Florida 33312. Go ahead and reserve your tickets today. Um, um, tickets for the first date are selling fast, as you guys know, right? So if you like to reserve your tickets, call 954-462-0322. And even though they have a capacity of about 5,500 people, tickets are going fast. I gotta go get mine. I'm not even gonna lie. I gotta go get mine. I gotta go look it up shit like shit like really easily on the thing. Oh, I gotta call. What if they're still open? I'm gonna call and reserve my ticket tomorrow. But definitely go check out the show. It is by the birthday girl that we mentioned earlier, Missy Dykin. Right? And she will be performing in this in this show as well. And I'm telling you, 
I can't wait to see her performance. But other than that, folks, thank you for listening to Mighty Force Podcast. I am your host, Silent Pokemon Taylor, Silent El Fido right there, Mr. Energy himself from the Little House of the South. Dallas Mavericks are beating the Milwaukee Bucks right now, 83-71, to about a minute and a half, no, about a minute to go in the fourth quarter, third quarter. Let's see, Knicks won 121-102 to over the Charlotte Hornets. We have the Indianapolis, yeah, Indianapolis Pacers, Indiana Pacers, what am I saying? Indiana Pacers beating the Washington Wizards 121-111. to The Orlando Magic beating the Toronto Raptors 113-109. And ironically, improving their record, right? Improving their record to, what were we just thinking about? To seven and twenty, I'm surprised Orlando even won that game. The Toronto Raptors got to to a five hundred record. Right, Sacramento Kings beat the Cleveland Cavaliers one hundred six to ninety five. That's actually kind of surprising. Right, Philadelphia seventy sixers beat the L A Lakers one thirty three to one twenty two. The Lakers fall to ten and thirteen. The Brooklyn Nets beat the Atlanta Hawks one twenty to one sixteen. Atlanta Hawks fall to thirteen and thirteen. So the New York Knicks are currently tied with them. And they just beat them, so they have the tiebreaker. We're gonna have to see what the, what the New York Knicks current standing is at. Right, we have the Memphis Grizzlies. They beat the Detroit Pistons one fourteen to one o three. The New Orleans Pelicans beat the Phoenix Suns one twenty eight to one seventeen. And the Minneapolis Minnesota <laughs> Timberwolves beat the Utah Jazz one eighteen to one o eight to get above five hundred, improving their record to thirteen and twelve. Those are your scores around the league. I am Talon Taylor with the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am officially out of here. I got nothing else to give. And I'm tired to listen. So you guys enjoy. You be safe. Right? And you continue to transform yourself and become the material creator wants to work for you. This is Talon Taylor with the Mighty Sports Podcast.